What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Oh, yeah. Red Club is back for episode 18, right in the middle of the New Japan Cup. I'm, I'm going to come back and I'm going to hit you with more things I don't like. More pirates, more Tanahashi's hair. <laughs> I read people, the comments on the YouTube. People, people, people were popping off, man. I was just getting off the YouTube comments, funnily enough, man. Um, you, you got some heat about your dislike for Kyrie, bro. I mean, I don't know what to tell you, man. I'm just not into it. Peter Davies saying, uh, you know, he loves her being a pirate. And to say she has a bad elbow drop, he just can't. Uh, you know, how how can you hate Kyrie? I just do, man. She doesn't do it for me. I'm sorry. Uh, Scott George is worried about you rampaging through the streets of Japan as Godzilla. Um I can't remember why you threatened to do that in the last well, episode. You know what? It was a very real threat. All is good because it, it had to do with the 51st anniversary show. Was it if Okada and Tanahashi won? Yes. Okay, cool. That was never going to happen, guys. We could rest easy. Yeah. Um, you, say, you say that so confidently, like it wouldn't have been a. like. I said this during the preview. This isn't a hindsight, me trying to act all big bollocks. I said this before. There was no way Bishamon were dropping them titles. So Okada and Tanahashi, there are a couple of scrubs compared to Bishamon when it comes to the tank division. You know what? A couple of weeks ago, I would have been like, that's a bold statement. But after the 51st anniversary show, I, I tend to agree with you, sir. The match was awesome, right? Like, Oh my God. Wow. Like... Incredible. It's been like a week and a half full of just a, a lot, a lot more good than bad. I'll tell you that. That's, that's that's the problem with Bread Club being every two weeks when we get to this tournament season. We found it out with, with the G1 with best of the Super Juniors, Super Junior Tag League, World Tag League. There's just so many matches. It's hard to remember what was good, what was bad, what happened. Um, I tried to take notes and then I forget and realize I've made notes on two matches and then we've got about 20 matches to talk about. Um, but, but we managed. We get there. Yeah, we always do. We figure we get there, we navigate, we figure it out. Uh, this is the 18th edition of Bread Club, something that uh, the people over at Fightful Overbook don't bother to put in the description. But so, hey, <laughs> Bread, Bread Club can legally drink in the UK now. I love it. But like, uh, oh, Kira, I got to ask you something, man. I don't know if you I don't know if you follow baseball. Nope. But there's there's this there's something called the World Baseball Classic. It is the baseball's version of the World Cup. It is clearly not as big nor as important as the World Cup because this is fairly new. There's a Great Britain team. <laughs> really? There is. How, how bad are they? Uh, it's not about them being bad. It's about their uniforms, Kieran. What are they like wearing the Union Jack? <sighs> no, you know what, Kieran? It would have been. 
an upgrade if they had worn the Union Jack. I'm just going to pull up a picture. I was about to say, I'm waiting for the picture here. Oh, and... it's, dude, it is. It's not I'm... good. I'm both ex- excited and nervous for what my country has been doing go, over there. I'm going to go full screen just so everyone can see this. Dude, what? Gree, eat, bry, tain. Why? The... That looks like it was done on like Photoshop. Like there's no, you it's... just took like. The, the, the gap between the words is awful. You took like the worst font from like custom ink and just threw it on a jersey. I was. I, I mean, we don't give a shit about baseball over here, so maybe I assume they didn't have a big budget. I say this: there was a few. Are they called matches? What are they called? What do you call them? Games. There was a few games held over in London at like big stadiums, at like um the London Stadium, I think, and stuff like that. Because I saw Chicago Cubs were playing, and I was like, oh, that might be a, a fun day out or something. Um, we never went in the end, but. I don't know. Maybe it's getting a bigger following than I'm aware of over here. Yeah, so I feel like, you know, you um, are my representative to the Great Britain country, nation. You got to let them know, like, we could do do better than some... I'll I'll get on the phone to Rishi Sunak. I'll tell him to start paying our nurses more money for a start. Yes. Uh, start Start paying all the train strikers that are striking better and third and most important sort out of baseball uniforms like we go third is the mail i need my i need my fucking mail <laughs> yes uk fourth is just a logo something something better <laughs> it really looks like that was made with microsoft word so yeah, that's like, awful i i apologize on behalf of all great britons so i bring this up because i was i'm not i'm a huge baseball fan so i was watching the usa versus mexico last night but it didn't start till 10 o'clock and it went to like two o'clock in the morning because they're not using the new rules of baseball which is that there's a pitch clock it's designed to make the game faster okay and it's working but they didn't adapt it for this tournament this year I was up late and and the game was dragging and the United States was losing. So I said, let me get everything set up. Because if you notice, I sent you the link like almost 1 a.m. my time last night. Yeah, I was like, this guy's on it. I didn't know what time it was, but I was like, damn, he's he sent this early this week. So I was the game was dragging and daily saving times fucked me up over here. Mm-hmm. In fact, that's up for this recording. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay. And I never know where we are in terms of what episode we are. And Fightful Overbook never puts like mm-hmm. Bread Club episode 18. It just says like Bread Club, you know, Battle in the Valley, New Japan Cup preview. So I'm like, fuck, now I gotta go. I gotta go through like a bunch of different avenues and figure out when the episode is so I don't title it wrong. But this is the 18th edition of the Bread Club, and we are on Fightful Overbook, FightfulOverbook.com, Fightful.com. Please remember, rate, review, subscribe, hit that like button. We love the interactions. Uh, you know, I don't know what the people on the YouTube are saying about me, but uh, they, not, nothing but nothing but good things, Matt. Nothing but good. I things. welcome it. So I don't know. Someone said they didn't agree with all of our takes, but they didn't really dive. Some... Simon or Simeon Wendef, some of the takes are questionable, but fuck me, this show is so much fun to listen to. Kieran is ace and Matt is wildly entertaining. That's the best compliment you can get. I bet you the takes are mine. Tanahashi's hair, the stupid pirate. Of course they're yours. I <laughs> you're <laughs> you're here to, to stir to stir the pot to get the people talking. Ryan Sullivan simply just saying great 
great video and Scott George again pointing out because our last episode was our Jay White in memorial episode, rest in peace. He wow. said, so this is what happens when Jay White loses. <laughs> we we obviously went off the rails a bit too much last week, uh, last two weeks ago. It's very upsetting. Uh, but, you know, Jay White is here no more. We don't need to speak about him. There's no, There's been no Jay White news for two weeks. No, we've got bigger fish to fry, do we not? Right. We have bigger fish to fry, like my pick to win the New Japan Cup going strong. You guys all laughed. Don't, you guys, don't. You guys I didn't want, I don't want this person to win it. So I thought would win. And everybody was like, you're an idiot. They was I, like, you're so dumb. You're never going to make any friends. No, Nobody loves did you. Anyone, did anyone really say that to you? I will <laughs> fight them. Kira. I will fight them and I will fight them. I don't no. agree with your pick because you know the, the anger that courses through my veins. Matt. I, and I refrained. It's time we accept that the house always wins. I will fucking murder you! I swear to God. <laughs> I refrained. You, the rage. I tell you, you sent you know a little peek behind the 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 curtain every morning before we do the show. Monday morning, Kieran gives the rundown. This is what we're gonna cover. And I was like, great, awesome. I'm gonna catch up on last night's show. So that was the March 13th show. Yes, I refrained. From tweeting about the Jeff Cobb evil match because I knew this was right after it. Mm-hmm. Kieran, I fucking hate, I hate, I fucking hate the house of torture. What are we doing here? I think it was one of the, again, I think it was one of the better house of torture matches because they lean into it more. It's, it's, it's not, you know, trying to beat a young lion by using a wrench and interference. It's like it's got more meat on the bones and. I don't know. I enjoyed it more than a, a usual House of Torture match, but I'm saying I say I seem to say that more often. It's becoming more normal that I'm like I don't want the match, but it's delivering more than I would expect. I have I do. They got creative when they handcuffed the Great Ocon to the railing. That was also that was so smart. Like they're thinking one step ahead. That's clever. But where is the rest of the United Empire? They were there. Hanare and Fletcher got beaten up. Great Okan's tied to the handcuffed to the barrier, the commentary table. And we should say he done the next match commentary tied up to the the barrier. Still, he had to commentate for an entire match, like with his arm outstretched all the way, handcuffed. Like, um, and Mark I, Davis and Osprey, they're busy. They've got a big match coming up. They're, they're in the not, event. They they've had got, the next match. They should have. I get. They got. They. They got. They got. They're. They're not watching. Sitting backstage watching the, the match. They're getting warmed up. You know, putting. Yeah, they could have got warmed up by beating up the House of Torture together. Putting on all that fake tan and you know love like all that juices. They got. They got to look good when they walk out of that. that juice. Fucking <laughs> body oil, whatever you want to call it. Well, is it oil or juice, Kieran? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not. The, I, I've never put it on. I can only uh, guess. I can't, I can't. I can't with the fucking House of Torture, man. They did it to me in round one. Well, I, it's been a, a a long couple of weeks. A lot of shows. Like there was a show Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Four back-to-back New Japan Cup shows. Yeah. I, I don't think there's one tomorrow, March 14th. We're recording this March 13th. Um, fifteenth is the next set. Yeah, there, there's not much gaps between these shows. Um, thankfully, it's only like two cup matches a day, so you can, if you want to skip the rest, it's very easy to keep up with. It's very digestible, and the matches aren't going too long. Except Sonata versus fucking Kenta. Um, Jesus Christ, I want to blow my brains out. 
I mean, we're getting we're getting there though, right? We're getting now. We're we're down. We're the final eight is filling out, so they're going to stretch these matches, unfortunately. And I mean, you know, Sonata, uh, like, we'll, we're, I'm sure we'll, we'll go in order. We'll give our thoughts on the matches, but Sonata and Kenta just stuck out like a fucking awful sore thumb. It well, was look, it, you the have worst the, of the tournament. You have these New Japan Cups, and, and you're gonna get them, man. Like I fucking sent you a message, like. I think I'm out on Yano, man. I think I'm done. Yeah, like a hundred percent. I saw Super J Cast brought this up as well on their Twitter. Like he, the look, he was fun. The the Yano recipe is small doses, in and out, five minutes. You know, let's get in, get in our gags, let's get out. And then they introduced KOPW, and he's KOPW champion for essentially two years straight, and doing all these gimmick matches, and he's having a half an hour match with fucking Chase Owens, and you know, they're not fun when, you know, they, they just go on too long. The pandemic really exposed him, not exposed him. It just over, not as in he's bad. It overexposed him. And we just right. got too much Yano. Yeah. Oversaturated the market. Yeah. Entirely. Exactly that. And I now think he's lost it. I I see people say the same about Taguchi, but I think Taguchi kind of changes it up a little bit. You kind of get a little bit different from Taguchi. But also, I don't feel like Taguchi is as, he's not a constant like Yano is. He no, is I, more. He's in. Yeah, he's more in the backseat. Yeah, you'll see him in an eight man. Maybe he's in like the junior tag league. You know, maybe he hits on a best of the super juniors. But like, man, this is like the New Japan Cup. The winner gets a title shot at Okada, and we we've we've sat through numerous New Japan Cups with him. We've sat through. He's in the fucking G one every year. I, you know, I've, sometimes it's I would clever. say. It's time for to give up that G one spot as well. I get he's you know among fans he's the proverbial night off, and of course the joy of Yano is he can beat anyone. You've got to upset. You need someone to take a loss, and you don't know. You know he makes things interesting, but anyone can beat anyone in the G one. It doesn't have to be Yano that gets this upset loss. You know, yeah, like at... you know, John Moxley doesn't need to be tied to Shota Umino to lose to like Toriano. He could just. Yeah. Like you, there, there's in creative ways. Look at Zack Saber Jr. and Evil, where Zack had uh, Fujita wear the hat says "I am Zack Saber Jr." and stuff, you know. And Zack gets a cheeky little win on Evil, and that's a night off for the both of them essentially. And it's a smart, creative way to get two points on the board for Zack. Like we can do that. It doesn't need to be every night of the G1, but there's you know ways to have just short, quick fire matches that aren't necessarily comedy and aren't Yano. Give that spot to someone else at this point. And it's a shit because I was excited when they released the like uh, Mark Davis as a single. Like I was, I'm excited to see that. And then he draws Yano, and yes, he wins. But it's like that's the same shit with him. The only good thing out of that match was the fact that Davis won. Yes, I agree a hundred percent. But it's been, uh, it's like we 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 talked about. It's a very compact New Japan Cup. They they've not really stuck much filler in. They've not stuck the juniors in because obviously it was never a junior tournament that was due to just due to the pandemic they've not stuck the dads in you know there's really not any leave there's not any fat on this these brackets um and now we are we're almost entirely into the quarterfinals we've got one round left of the the second round and then we're into the quarterfinals and we're making our way to the finals happening on the 21st of march it's uh you know really soon next week yeah, I'm super excited. And they start, look, they started off with a bang, man. Naito, ELP, and Sonata Taichi the first night was, man, it was good. 
Uh, yeah, so the first night you get Naito versus ELP. Like you said, Naito gets the win. Uh, I think many people had ELP on this wow, uh, to think that he was maybe going to get a win, that he was maybe going to go far. Uh, I even said, you know, if he does, he's got Kenner in the second round and then he could have another Bullet Club member and it could kind of sow the seeds. Um, but he bowed out in the first round to Naito. But there's a story being told with ELP in this tournament for sure that comes into play when we get to the, the 51st anniversary show, of course, oh, with yeah. David David Finley. Um, but there's, whilst the LP hasn't, he, he bowed out in the first round, that he is an important part of this tour. There is a big story being told with the LP. It's going to be interesting. I, he could be out, but he could be leaving Bullet Club, I think. Yeah, it's and we're going to get to that because I do want to talk about, uh, I want to talk about Sonata Tai Chi before we get to that and the 51st anniversary show. But I mean, it's, him losing to if he it works and i've i think i say this every time we do the show like the booking in new japan is done so well like you can have him lose a first round matchup to naito who is you know he's naito he's in the same breath as okada and tanahashi when you're talking about new japan staples and superstars yet the importance of him being around for the new japan cup kind of overshadows the fact that naito is in the final eight because well that's he's naito he's supposed to be there right yeah it's it's you you get one of two things with naito like you will any of the big stars they're either gonna leave early they're gonna take a surprise loss in the first round or they're gonna go deep and naito has gone deep he's now gonna be facing sonata in the quarterfinals if he loses here whatever happens he's kind of you know he's not being made a fool of it's not oh a big star lost early there's some you know redemption for naito there um, but you mentioned the the Sonata and Taichi match. This they they started slow. They went for the the usual All Japan style that these guys tend to do. Um, and yeah, I mean it. Taichi awoke Sonata. They told they told such a good story. Sonata oh. just wasn't in this. It, he basically was a ghost. There was just nobody home, and Taichi woke him the fuck up, and he paid for it. But there's, there's that camaraderie between Taichi and Sonata is very interesting. Yeah, no, they told an amazing story, and I would have been happy with either of these guys moving on um, to the next round because I'm I'm a big fan of both. Although Sonata, like we've seen this story before, not so much this new because he there is a new side of Sonata that we saw towards the end of the Tai Chi match, and he's got a new finisher now that he's using uh-huh. this yep. weird DDT type deal. I just don't want a same different sonata same outcome where he just can't grab that brass ring i I think as well you go from this match where the whole thing is sonata's 2023 has been that he's just not there he's taking losses in multi-man taggage when there's like the likes of gato and bushi in the ring who should you who would usually be taking the pinfalls and instead sonata's taking them he loses in the big uh, lij versus congo feud um he now gets to here where taichi gives him the rude awakening he needs and then he goes and has the most boring, lackluster half an hour snooze fest against Kenta. Um, it's the the dichotomy of Sonata, really, isn't it? But is it is it the dichotomy of Sonata or is it Kenta too? Because we both felt very Kenta yeah. Because outside of that Fred Rosser match and that Wrestle Kingdom match with Tanahashi where he almost died, like his no, return has been very generic. Nobody should be who who is asking kenta to work a 30 minute main event that he, he shouldn't be put in that position 
because he's not the Kenter of old, of course. He's banged right. up, he's older. The guy went fucking pedal to the metal when he was younger and was getting the shit kicked out of him by the likes of Takayama and Kabashi and Masawa. Um, he, he's not capable of putting on a five-star banger. He's very much, you know, slow, methodical, which is fine, but it does not lend itself to half an hour. It does not lend itself to half an hour against fucking Sonada, of all people. Yeah, this was a, this was a tough watch. This was a, this was a tough watch. But the silver lining is now when you look at the left side of the bracket, um, and we talk about Sonata's downfall, it all seems to start when Osprey broke his face, right? Uh, yeah, I suppose so. I don't. So he he won the title early last year, and then the Osprey injury happened, didn't it? Yeah. Um, in the match, I think, didn't it? Yes. Maybe? Uh. And then, yeah, he didn't really do anything of note. I can remember. I, I, I can't remember his G1, so I would assume he didn't have a, a special G1 by any means. Um, and then it's just into the back end of World Tag League and stuff. So he he's a contender, Sonata. But do you know what? To jump ahead, I saw someone say, how much would you pop if it's Evil versus Sonata in the semifinals? Evil beats Osprey, Sonata beats Naito. You, you know, you've got all the history, all that shit with Sonata and Evil. But the House of Torture are doing their thing. LIJ never come to to lend support, do they? Very, very rarely will LIJ come out to, to support their, their, their comrades. What if instead of LIJ, Taichi comes out to help Sonata against House of Torture? And we go from being just four guys to just five guys. I'm not against it, man. That's some awesome fantasy booking. I can't. I think I saw that on Discord. Maybe I won't. I won't. I don't want to take credit for that. But when I saw that, I was like, I, the crowd would erupt for that as well. For Taichi coming out to save Sonata, that would be such a huge moment. Yeah. No. Absolutely. And it would. It would because if Sonata gets to the final four, obviously he has to beat Naito. So there's, you know, maybe there's a little. Maybe there's no fist bump at the end of that match. Maybe Sonata's he's fucking punched out there. He's teased that, you know, something's got to change. He said in his backstage comments, he's not getting the results. And, you know, just four guys aren't getting the results either. They, they, I don't think they've, they've won fuck all since they've become a group. Um, they're losing in the, the tag matches on this tour as well. Man, I would be, I'm in for that, man. That would be, that would be something else. If you had Tai Chi come down, make the save, and then that gets Sonata, you know, to the, to the finals. That'd be something else. That, that's that's storytelling at its finest. Uh yeah, it's fantasy booking at its finest as well. But we we'll wait and see. Maybe we we've Sonata's got to face Naito yet, and uh, Evil has to face Osprey. Sonata had six points in the G one. Jesus, three wins. Yeah, yeah that's... Beat, uh... Oh wait, it was a smaller block though. How many? It's block. Yeah, it was five, 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 five guys? matches. Five. Oh, so he didn't do one, too two, bad. Three, four, five. So six matches. He had six. He beat he beat Tai Chi. <laughs> he beat oh, Great Okan. He beat Chase Owens. He lost to Big Tom Ishii, Tamatanga, and Jay White. Mm, so yeah, uh, lackluster. Yeah, exactly. He didn't. He wasn't at the bottom. He wasn't at the top. It's uh, a nothing G one for Sonata from. Yeah, I can't remember, but the fact I can't remember doesn't bode well for him. Um, but then the anniversary, <laughs> the anniversary, anniversary event kicks in. Um, and we do get some New Japan Cup action on this card. Uh, the main event was the IWGP Tag Team Championships that we talked about. Bishamon versus uh, the Dream Team, as they've been dubbed. Um, but the, the New Japan Cup 
kicks up, carries on. Shotarumo versus Yujiro Takashi. Should we spend an hour deep dive analysis on this? No, I don't think we need to do anything of that nature. It might have been the worst Yujiro's looked. He doesn't yeah. look in, in great shape. He's very immobile. Like he's another dude that I get feels a spot. Very loyal, been there forever, does his job. But I don't think he's a guy that should be taking a spot in when spots are tight, when there's a New Japan Cup and when there's a G1. I know. I, again, I know you need someone to take losses, but does it have to be Yujiro? Does it have to be? Probably not. But I mean, if you're going to run with this fucking awful house of torture bullshit throughout this fucking tournament. At I least either. At least show I got the win. And that's the most important yeah. bit. Yeah, but we're then, getting our, re- our rematch. The, the entrance for the next match. Tomohiro Ishii comes out and he's waiting for Mr. David Finley. And up comes the Bullet Club logo on the screen. And not only that, here comes Finley looking all different. And not only that, he enters with Gado. I, we, we, it's not, nobody can take too much credit in guessing he was going to end up in Bullet Club. But I don't think anyone saw him having Gado by his side as Jay White did once upon a time, as Okada did once upon a time. Yeah, no, we didn't. I mean, we talked a lot about the David Finley turn on the last episode of the Bread Club. and, And I don't think we even ventured into this realm as to, as to if he would be joining the Bullet Club, let alone maybe being anointed the next leader. The, the, it's such a... The, the Bullet Club situation right now is so interesting. Is he the leader? Yeah, and, and look, there was... Through this match against uh, Big Tom Ishii, you can even hear Kevin Kelly talk about Jado's reactions. Like, he maybe is a little more vocal. He's not, you know the way he was with Jay. Come on, Jay. Come on, Jay. No, he's like, you got it. He's like telling him like, you have to do better. And that is not a side of the bullet club we've seen, especially from, from Jado. It's like the fact that he has been paired with Gados is crazy. But I think the thing is, if David Finney is the leader, you think Prince David was a junior. So he was never going to win the top title, but he challenged for it, which is a feat in itself for a junior's challenge for the top title. You know, you've got, AJ Styles comes in, wins the title, first match, bosh. Uh, then we go Kenny Omega, wins the title, bosh. Uh, Jay White wins the title, bosh. David Finley, IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. Could you Can you see that happening? Could you see Evil being the IWGP World Heavyweight yeah, Champion? Yeah, totally. As much as I hate, I don't want it Wait, to. Before, I... they pulled the, before they pulled the trigger on him. Well, I mean... LIJ I Evil turning... On Naito. I think the difference is, though, is when the turn happened and stuff, obviously it happened that, A, there was a little bit of tease, like he cheated to beat Sonata and stuff, didn't he, in that New Japan Cup? Yeah. And then it was... Who did he defeat in the, the final of the New Japan Cup that year? I want to say Okada, maybe. I can't remember. But, obviously, Gato came down to the ring and caused the distraction, and then there was the whole thing of, well, what's Gato doing here? Is Evil joining... Bullet Club, what's going on? And then Evil beats whoever the opponent was in the New Japan Cup final that year. Uh, 2020, I'm pretty sure. And then, you know, Naito hits the ring. Naito throws up the fist. Evil throws up the two-sweet instead. Boom. Tremendous. Yeah, it was uh, it was uh, Okada. That he yeah. Beat. So, you know, they told a very different story with it. And I think they're not, they've not thrown 
Finley in the deep end like that. I, I just I can't see Finley winning the New Japan Cup. I don't think he would become IWGP World Heavyweight Champion now. I just can't envision him as the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. But from what we've seen, he he impressed in that issue match. And I think there's a lot of people that will be like David Finley, leader of Bullet Club, that shit wrestler that never done anything and was second rate to Juice Robinson. And it's like, yeah, once upon a time, but he had an incredible New Japan Cup a year or two ago. He had an awesome G1 Climax in the New Japan World TV Championship, a match that really gets overlooked. His match with Zack Sabre Jr. He really hung with Zack in terms of like the, t- the technicality, the roll-ups, the, the unique pins. I loved Finney in that match. And now he's got a new look. He's got the Bullet Club backing. It's not impossible. I just think he needs to be built into the role more if he is going to win the top title. I don't, I don't, I think he's a, I think it's different if they make him that if he wins the new Japan cup and he challenges, mm-hmm. I'd be, I'm okay with that because I think we're in the same boat in terms of, we know what David Finley is capable of. He's definitely yeah. grown and he's matured over the last couple of years. And you mentioned all those amazing matches that he've had, he's had, he can hang, you know, uh, I don't think he's there at that level where he's going to walk out the IWGP world heavyweight champion, it would be like, it would be a swerve, right? It's what, what do you think of the look? Because he's gone very black. Like like he's got, he's dyed his eyebrows. Seemingly he's dyed his beard. Um, it's all very pitch black. Uh, so He's gone full full whack, but you know there there's beef with him in El Fantasmo, that's for sure. Is so I'm thinking right, just just now as we were having this discussion, like obviously, I think we're both in the same boat. We don't think Finley is IWGP World Heavyweight Championship material yet. Yeah, is the beef with ELP? Is that a pull the wool over Okada's eyes, or maybe? we see the bullet club disintegrate and now we find ELP backing Okada going into Genesis only to have ELP to turn his back. And it's like, ah, bullet club got you again type of deal. It's very, you can see that happening. Uh, That fits totally into bullet clubs like shtick. I think he did. I think ELP is just going to be turning a new leaf and going baby face. I don't think he's, he weirdly to say, I don't think he fits in with the current iteration of Bullet Club now. Like, he's very goofy. Do you know? What I mean, he's hard to take seriously. I love him. He's incredible in the ring, but he can be hard to take seriously. And it seems like kind of a serious Bullet Club right now, right? Like, you've got David Finley, Mean Muggin. Kenta obviously is a bit of a comedy act, but he's notoriously, you know, he's a serious guy in the ring. Uh, you've got, um, who the fuck? Taiji Shimori is a very serious character. Yeah. Um, who the fuck else is in Bullet Club, man? For everyone uh, that's they've got a million I mean, members. House of Torture, the House of Torture is the yeah. like that. It's it, the Bullet Club is almost I would say, like, if would you see El Fantasmo challenging for tank titles with anyone in Bullet Club as a heavyweight? I don't think there is. Who would you pair him with? He has fun and games with Kenta and stuff, but I think he he there might be a, a place that's a better home for him. I don't know where, but they're teasing it. They're, they're, you know, he's too sweeting everyone in the crowd. He's a bit more happy-go-lucky with the fans. He's not throwing hats, LIJ hats. Instead, he's just turning them around and putting them back on people's heads. Uh, there, there's something brewing. Whether you, whether he's going babyface, 
because he kills it as a baby face. He was right. before he was ever in New Japan. I was watching him on the UK Indies for years. The headbang gimmick lends itself really. He comes out with the glasses, like, and they're changing colors, and you know he can put them on kids' faces in the front row, and he'll right. sell them at the merch stand, and everyone's headbanging along with the music when he comes out. It's a natural shit, but he's such a fucking good heel as well. Yeah. Um, but maybe he's just pulling the wool over our eyes, like you said. I, I hadn't heard that idea yet. Right, but then on the flip, right, we had to talk about Jay White. There's only so much he can do as a heel, right? He's been, he he's pretty much done it all, right? The the I think the loaded boot gimmick was the height of his. That, that was awesome. the height of of his time in the Bullet Club, and I, I, mm-hmm. I think I'm with you. Like this 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 changing of the guard. If if this is David Finley's Bullet Club, like maybe. You know, out with the old. Maybe we bring in some new. I don't know who you would bring in, but we're you know we're at a point now where the, the Bullet Club used to be the the bee's knees, the top of the charts with all the fucking hitters in it. Now we're looking at what Finley, Kenta, and the House of Torture. It's so annoying when you see people like online too. It's like, oh my god, Bullet Club's still a thing. Oh my god, they've got a thousand members. Oh, NWO, yada yada yada. And it's like, I get it, but also. Chaos have been a group longer than Bullet Club, and Chaos aren't get. You're not. No one says that about Chaos. Well, because that's because you're not getting, you know, fucking, you know, Chaos. Chaos doesn't have like a two suite that every fucking wrestler and every promotion does <laughs> as an homage to the Bullet Club. I no, I exactly, I get. It. I don't think it's not Bullet Club's fault, and obviously, as Western fans. There's a big focus on Bullet Club because we got the elite. We got Kenny Omega in AEW. We got the club, the OC, whatever the fuck they're called in WWE. It's much more prevalent. But you're not actually watching Bullet Club be Bullet Club and realize that they have evolved and changed. It's just a bit of a, a pet peeve of mine when people are like shit on Bullet Club because they've been around for so long. And it's like they've been around just as long as lots of other groups have. Yeah, and they've been very... There was a point, to be fair at their highest where they let Jeff Jarrett be a member of the Bullet Club. Oh, it's, it was for one show. It's crazy. You look at the fucking pre <laughs> the previous members of Bullet Club and stuff and you've got like um yeah, Jeff Jarrett was one of them. You've got like Robbie Eagles was there for a bit. I love Robbie Eagles, but obviously he never fit in with the group. Um like Mephisto was a member for like a day or something, I don't know, and he's wearing this Batman mask and it's terrifying. You know, Stephen Amell was technically a member of Bullet Club. Oh, Scott... yeah, I guess if you're going to count. Yeah, that's goofy. That was that Ring of Honor shit. Yeah, Scott Demore was a member of Bullet Clubs. You know, there's a lot of silliness. But if you look at... Okay, so obviously what I have done is I've forgotten about the US section of Bullet Club. You've got Ace Austin and Chris Bay in Impact. Juice Robinson is in AW and Carl Anson, Doc Gallo is whatever you, you want. To, if they're Bullet Club or not, I don't know. Right. But the core Bullet Club in Japan... That's Bullet Club, Bullet Club, Bullet Club. Not House of Torture, Bullet Club. Bad Luck Farley, who's disappeared, he's basically just focusing on the Tamashi stuff, it seems. Yes. So I wouldn't even include Bad Luck Farley. You've got Chase Owens, David oh, Finley. Oh, I forgot Chase, right? Yeah, Chase Owens, David Finley, El Fantasmo, Gado, Kenta, Taiji Shimori. That's six full-time members of Bullet Club in Japan. LIJ have that many members, right? And they were always yeah. the smallest group. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Is Teton still there? Exactly. They might have more members with T- Like, they might have seven. You know, let's get the facts straight before we shit on Bullet Club just for fun. 
Well, that's, you know, that's what people do on the internet. They don't, right. even, they don't do their due diligence. They just talk out their rear. Run, run over. <laughs> I know you're good for, usually I'm the ranting maniac and you know, you, you know, have a, your rant is well thought out and you, bring <laughs> I just don't like pirates. You, you just want to go stomp on stomping on people and God's uh, stomping like Godzilla in Japan. Yeah, man. If fucking look, I tweeted about it. Uh, when I watched the 51st anniversary show, if you had told me like three, four years ago, maybe I think it was four years ago when I was sitting at the Hammerstein ballroom in New York, so miserable that I had to watch Kenta Yoshihashi as the co-main event. And I'm like, this idiot who looks like he's just dumbfounded all the time with his fucking stick is in a co-main event. If you had told me that same guy, I would be sitting on my in my chair cheering for him harder than I've ever cheered for anyone else in my life to fucking pin terrible hair. I would have said, you're so full of shit. That's never going to happen. This match was awesome, man. Oh, it was fantastic. Perfect. Right. Like what? What? What would you change? What would you say they should not shouldn't have done or they should have done? No, nothing. It it was perfect. The crowd were perfect for it. I just I it's an absolutely like Bishamon deserves so much more love than they will ever get from English speaking fans. Oh, they, they if they the don't folk... get it this year, someone's doing something wrong. Seriously. Oh, man. They if they get this if they get a proper run with these tag belts they're 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 contender for tag tag team of the year they're tag team of the year so far i you know we're three and a half months in two and a half months into the year um like you know that i wouldn't say there's anyone that has been as good as them no i'm with you man i'm um you know and and they set it up beautiful like this this one side is this this god's team it's okada and tanahashi and then on the other side it's Yoshihashi was really coming to his own and then I feel like we all love and respect Hiroki Goto but you forget the accolades like mm-hmm. he he's been like a testicle hair away from being the IWGP <laughs> World Heavyweight Champion so many times right he's won so many New Japan Cups he's gotten so far in so many G1s and it's like he's just a tag team guy now and you forget like no man he can he's hung with both of these dudes on the other side of the ring and come very close to beating them many times. He Goto is again kind of an unsung hero, very much because he has never reached the top. Top. He's always just like you know, instead of being one A, he's at best he's been one B. But yeah. I love during this match as well, like how Kevin Kelly, like you were saying, it was the dream team, these two gods against two best tag team wrestlers. You know, it was two great singles wrestlers versus a great tag team. And I love Kevin Kelly on commentary, like being how. The communication between Goto and Yoshihashi. Like there was one moment where Yoshihashi like ducked a clothesline or something, and someone like Tanahashi or Okada went to hit the ropes, but forward front facing. And Tanahashi like uh, Yoshihashi like lent into them and held them on the ropes for a good few seconds, had them tied up because he knew Craven Kelly saying on commentary, he knew Goto was gonna show up and he was gonna hit a Larry in the back of that person's head. That was incredible. Like that five seconds of wrestling with kevin kelly's analysis on commentary was some of the best i think i like one one of my favorite things to see this year in wrestling ring that was just incredible t- story setting yeah no it was it was if you're if you're if you're gonna watch anything from the new japan cup like this you go at like this show in particular with the david finley stuff because him and him and 
Ishii had a hell of a match. Oh, they, they, they tore the house down. You want to, you know, if you, you care for your, your star ratings, your David Meltzer Wrestling Observe newsletter, he gave David Finney versus Ishii 4.75 stars, but then he did also give the, the main event 4.75 stars, and I feel like one of them was much better than the other one. Yeah, um, I would put the tag team above it. Exactly. Uh, so I think it's quite, you know, I, I would never have given them the same result, but there's usually a bit of merit to when Meltzer gives something high. It's usually probably worth checking out. Um, so yeah, absolutely. That tag match contender for easily the best tag match of the year so far. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. If you want to introduce yourself to Bishiban, you've never watched New Japan Pro Wrestling, like seek out this tag match. Like this is a great indication of what this tag team is and why they're, you know, multiple time IWGP tag team champions and why Kevin Kelly is calling out PWI during Wrestle Kingdom. Like you guys left these guys off the fucking list, and it's it was. Sick egregious oversight but what you should definitely not do is watch the next night of the new japan cup wednesday march 8th skip it save your time save your sanity this is the toriano versus mark davis night that we've touched on don't need to fucking touch it anymore let's give some attention to somethings that deserve it uh like the next match oh wait it's ren narita versus evil fucking this was house of torture bad i think house of torture evil jeff cobb house torture good Renneria evil has to torture bad. I'm glad you can see two sides to the house of torture coin because I don't. I just flip it over and it's like <laughs> shit, shit on the bottom of the shoe, more shit on the bottom of the shoe. <laughs> flip it again. Oh, no, more shit on the bottom of the shoe. Uh... You, this is why I love you. I had reached out. I said, dude, tag match was awesome, whatever. You're like, don't bother with Yano. But I was like, I have to watch the, like, you don't. I have to. I I can watch it. I can save you, Matt. Let me save you. Yeah, but I like to feel the pain too. (laughs) You're a masochist. (laughs) Yeah, like a rage tweet about it. I mean, I was I put over Chase Owens on commentary, and now he follows me. So, dude, oh, that's awesome. Um, but like in your face, in your face, Kieran. What now? I mean, he's been following me for a long time. You motherfucker! Um, I knew you were gonna say something stupid like that. (laughs) Uh. Yeah, sorry to put. No, Chase Owens did a great job. Uh, he was a lot of fun on commentary, and so was Jeff Cobb. Oh, that's what I was just going to say. Can we take a sidebar and talk about all the special special guest commentators that absolutely Kevin Kelly has had? Because Chase Owens is good. He's fine. I don't think he's anything amazing. He comes up with some great little one liners every so often. Aaron Hanare, super analytical, oh, so yeah. interesting. Like there, there wasn't any pops or excitement from him it was like he was talking about a chess match you know who i would equate aaron hanare to go on like uh mid 2000s taz on wwe very analytical explaining yeah. what the moves do the purposes he he did it's a just, really nice job. really small nuances that he only someone like him's gonna notice because not even that he's a wrestler but he's a big mma guy as well when he practices mma and he probably does mma fights and stuff so he was such a different like he was such a breath of fresh air and he bounced off well with kevin kelly and kevin kelly was even like god damn i'm learning stuff and i've been commentating for a hundred years um it, it, he was so interesting but then jeff cobb was just so so fucking entertaining yes sat sat on the commentary desk with his aloha finger um oh my god he i can't remember any of the jokes he was coming out with i just know i was smiling listening to him he is like you know between his backstage promos and how entertaining he was on the commentary desk, and then how amazing he is in the ring. Because I was, I was, I was going to make the point on Twitter. Actually, I don't think there's anyone in on the New Japan roster that gets 
in-ring reactions like Jeff Cobb does without fail. And he doesn't, it's not like he's doing new stuff. It's the same stuff, but the crowd seeing it in person every time when he does that standing moonsault, crowd loses yeah. their fucking mind. Yeah, no, he's done absolutely. it. He's done it a thousand times. It's never not impressive, but the crowd loses their minds. I don't think there's anyone better in a new Japan roster in the ring of eliciting a reaction than Jeff Cobb. Yeah, no, I agree. The, the guest commentators were great. You know, the Ch- Chase Owens is great. Because I think him and Kevin play off each other. Maybe yes. his maybe his commentary is not like otherworldly, but they 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 play off they, each together other together. They make a great yeah. pair. Yeah. Oh yeah, and Chase, you know, heals it up, and Kevin like busts his balls. The fucking yacht, you know, Mark Davis did something, and Chase Owens was like, "My monitor went out." <laughs> yeah, their their monitors go out at different times, coincidentally. Um, whenever whenever it shoots them best, but yeah, uh, I try. You you guys are witness to it. I tried my best to save. Matt from the soullessness that was Yano versus Davis and Ren Narita versus Evil. Um, There's also like, I'm a completist. I have to see the whole tournament. I have to. I'm, a, I'm like, it's like ADD, right? I have to. Can we? Can we? jump to the next night? Can we? Can we get happy again? Can we get some bread in our in our bellies because Yoshihashi versus Carl Fletcher, dude. Cool. This might be my match of the tournament still. This is a banger. Holy shit. Even if Kevin Kelly doesn't like the word. He doesn't. No, if you're around Kevin Kelly, don't say banger. Don't say chef's kiss. And there was a third one that I can't remember. So be careful around Kevin Kelly. Yeah, I forget what the third one was too. Chef's kiss is weird because I don't think I've ever said that about a wrestling match or anything. I see people say it on Twitter like, oh, that much was chef's kiss. Really? Um, Yeah, it's not one I've ever said myself. I'm, 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 I'm guilty of banger. I don't use it often, but I'm certainly guilty of that. I say it more than I write it. Oh, I'd use banger all the time. First of all, because I know it pisses off my co-host on the Shining. <laughs> Purposely say it's a banger. <laughs> and then, the match was, I, you know, there's only so many times I could tweet out an expletive filled tweet with how awesome I think the match is. It, it was just like, so I, I, this is one of the matches I remember to write a few lines about. Like, they they too so I think Yoshashi has a reputation for having some of the meanest chops on the new Japan roster and he fucking uses them. Shit was echoing in that venue. Same for the main event, Hanaro versus Shingo. But like Carl Fletcher is 24, I think. He's 24. He's part of one of the best tag teams in the world. There's do you think okay, you've got the tweet that Mark Davis sent out just before the New Japan Cup brackets got announced, like hours before, saying Something quite ominous about how he hasn't seen Fletcher and being a tag team. I can't remember where it was, but it was ominous about the future of Aussie Open. Right. And then they got announced for New Japan Cup brackets as singles wrestlers, but then they was on AEW the next week facing the Young Bucks. And they was on AEW a bunch in their tag team and happy days. Right. And they were they they wrestled a Ring of Honor. They got a win at Ring of Honor. Exactly. Exactly. Um. But you've got they're these single guys in this tournament. You've got Carl Fletcher having Yoshashi and Hiroki Goto putting on two bangers. Um. Do you think New Japan potentially? have more are putting more stock into Carl Fletcher than Mark Davis given how I would personally say and this is from seeing them on the UK independence for years Carl Fletcher first came over to the UK from Australia and he was a skinny lanky awful haired dude and Mark Davis was the standout whereas now I would argue that Carl Fletcher's maybe the standout do you think New Japan are maybe putting more stock into Carl Fletcher given his age and just how fucking good he is it's possible. Um, <clears throat> if you're not going to 
the inevitable is Aussie Open Bishimon, right? Coming out of this. But, yeah. we're, you know, if the, the plan is not to put the titles on Aussie Open and you want to move in a direction where maybe Kyle Fletcher can fit into the junior heavyweight scene. He's way too big to be a junior. You think so? Yeah. And they, they, they've done. I don't think. Has, has there ever been a heavyweight going to the junior division? It's always the other way, I think, because he's he's certified as heavyweight. He's done well tag league. He's in the New Japan Cup. Obviously, it's usually juniors become heavyweights. I don't. I'd be hard pushed to imagine him going from heavyweight to junior. What's the junior heavy? Is there a weight limit? I think I want to say it's hundred kgs. All right, so he's ninety eight. He's two hundred fifteen pounds, according to his Wikipedia. I think. Um, I could be wrong. Uh, but. Yeah, he can't be, he's. I don't think he's bigger than ELP. No, I don't think he. Like, I, you're right. I think like it's just. Like it's five. a matter of. It's a matter of presentation as well. The fact they brought him in as a heavyweight. It's like when Zack Saber Junior first rocked up to New Japan. Really, he's a junior. You know, when he was in Noah, he was a junior. But his style lends itself to heavyweight wrestling, and obviously, no one questioned he was a heavyweight. At first, he had his styles because he's he's put on weight since he first debuted in New Japan. Um, but. It's it's a matter of presentation, really, isn't it? If you want someone to be a junior, they can be a junior. Look at Shingo Takagi when he was a fucking junior for a year. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was absurd and didn't last very long. But and I think the only reason he's he comes in as a heavyweight is because he's with Mark Davis. They're the heavyweight tag. He's definitely not a junior. <laughs> no, no, of course not. Um, but no, I think I think they will win the tag titles. But further down the road, I wonder if New Japan see promise in Carl Fletcher. If maybe they see a a young Will Ospreay in Carl Fletcher. You know, with Will Ospreay to guide him through the pitfalls that he fell into in his own career, he can help Carl Fletcher avoid them. Yeah, the, the, look, that's a that's a great possibility. You know, we'll have to let it play out. Um, but I could see, like the the potential, all the potentials there. They talked about it on commentary. My favorite part of this match is that the United Empire is at ringside, and Will Ospreay is reacting like a fan, like they're not interfering. But he, there's spots where where Yoshihashi is beating the dog shit out of Kyle Fletcher, and he is whether he's selling it like like he's supposed to, or he's genuinely he's rea- his reactions are fantastic, and it really makes it you know when you see a big move, and then in the corner you know Osprey's doing this, or he's like jumping up and down, like it really made it that much more better for me because. Typically, us Western fans, we're used to if there's somebody on the outside, there's a 99.9% chance that they're going to do something to get involved in the match. And this, they were just there to support uh, Kyle Fletcher and then Aaron Hanare afterwards. But I think for a while now, United Empire have been my favorite group in New Japan. And of course, there's a bit of bias in that. And I've been able to interview a few of them and obviously the whole Will Ospreay Wrestle Kingdom stuff. But I just think the way they are, like I saw someone say that United Empire are a heel group, and I would, what do they do that's heelish? They don't interfere in each other's matches. They don't, like you know, do beat downs. They're not using weapons. They're a bit cocky, but you know they're that's a bit. Yeah, heel, that's right? a heel. And I think as well in Japanese wrestling, more so than American wrestling, you don't have a direct face and heel dynamic all the time. Like, you know, I think AW John Moxley versus Hangman is a good indication that you can have a feud and you can have a story and you can have an incredible match, AEW Revolution, and you don't have to have a black and black and white good guy, bad guy. You know, whereas American wrestling falls into that a lot more revolve who's gonna who's the good guy, who's the bad guy. 
Japan is more gray areas like Suzuki Goon were for all intents and purposes, they were bastards. They were, you know, they'd beat you up pre-match, they'd beat up the young lions, they'd use chairs, they'd cheat if they could, they'd do everything they could, but fucking everyone loved them. Yeah. But it was a killer shine for Carl Fletcher, and most importantly, he got the win. Big win over Yoshihashi. Like likely sets himself up for a tag title shot, hopefully, in the future. Um, and then the main event. United Empire, good times keep on rolling. Aaron Hanare defeats Shingo Takagi. He defeats Shingo Takagi in the main event. He defeats the KOPW champion, possibly the biggest win of Hanare's career so far. Well, I was going to ask you, what's bigger? Hanare beating Tanahashi in the G1 night one or this win against Shingo in the New Japan Cup? I thought this myself. I think for Hanare himself, he would say this match because he's been chomping at the bit for a proper Shingo singles match for a long time. Like ever since he's a young lion, he's always wanted to face Shingo. He was always he always wants to be involved in that that never style, the challenging for the never title. And you think back to the New Japan Cup 2020 before the pandemic hit and the original brackets, he was set to face Tomohiro Ishii in the main event of Korokuen Hall. And that was probably gonna be what just happened against Shingo. He was probably gonna get this big win in front of a, a raucous Korokuen house and get this huge win, and he would go toe-to-toe and get the shit kicked out of him, but kick the shit out of Ishii just as much. Um, and we get that three years later, and the match was awesome. But Shingo, yeah. they they lend themselves to each other's style. They they hurt each other. They beat each other up. There was lots of big moves. Um, it, 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 it was great. I think this was definitely Hinari's best match. Whether his biggest win or not, you could debate Tanahashi, but I think it was his best. Yeah, I'm with you. I think this is his best match, and I think it's his biggest win. So you look back at that G1, and he had that win over Tanahashi, and you thought, this is it, right? This is where we see. And he look, he stepped up in the G1, but that's his. that was his only win. And you kind of, you know, the G1 finished, and you were kind of had high hopes for Hanari, and you felt like, eh. But now, like, clearly this is going to set up him and Shingo again for the KOPW, and it gets him into the next round where he fa- he's going to face Tamatanga. You know, and obviously we don't get the result we want, but I thought that was another good showing. You know, I don't think it was better than the Shingo showing, but I still think we got a good match. I thought the Tamatanga, the finish was super awesome. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Oh, to go back on to the, the Shingo match as well, KOPW title shot, he's he's a shooting for that, and Shingo will be on the next Tamashi tour um, in Australia. So maybe oh, that's yes. where Hanare gets his shot because um, he was part of the first tour. Um they're hitting up Adelaide, Melbourne, and Sydney, I want to say. They're doing three shows in Australia. Um, so I would guess that's where Tan- uh, Hanare gets his shot. I just hope it's not a matter of, like you said with the G1, we was like, oh, this is Hanare's time. It's his coming out party. I don't want it to be that again. Oh, he's beaten Shingo. Incredible, big, huge win. Former IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. He lost to Tamatonga, but in a really good match. I don't want this to now be we don't get anything from Hanare for another six months, another year. Like, I'd be happy Shingo... I'd be happy with Hanare as the KOPW champion. Do we make that title should probably be on someone that kind of needs a little bit more spotlight that it can do something for than Hanare because it, it brings Shingo down. Yes, it could. I'm not. It, it it wouldn't necessarily bring Hanare up, but it certainly wouldn't take him down. Right, and it would be his first singles title, and he could elevate it, you know, and and he could. You know, we we saw a glimpse into his knowledge of the world, the professional wrestling world. So maybe you could see. KO, maybe he, maybe he's the KOPW champion, and he defends it against Tom Waller, and they do like an MMA rules match. Yeah, exactly. Right. There, there's there's, there's a lot, a lot more possibility, I think, for Hanare with it, and he will want to do stuff with it than Shingo, who's trying to fucking trade it off for magic beans at this point. 
Yeah, like um, he's a former IWGP World Heavyweight Champion, and and like it, the stuff with ELP was great because it helped elevate ELP over it. But like, you know, I think I think Shingo has bigger fish to fry. He could be in more interesting storylines. You know, if this Lij is falling apart, he would be. You know, you if you want to do Lij versus you know five guys now instead of four, you know whatever they're gonna call themselves. Like, I think that could be more entertaining than. Shingo running around with the KOPW for the next couple of months. So on the next night in New Japan Cup on a Saturday, March 11th, there is one match outside New Japan Cup matches worth talking about. The the present and the past versus the future. You've got Tanahashi and Okada teaming up to make a fucking mockery of Red Narita and Shota Umino. Did you watch this one? I did not. I had been um trying to catch up on the cup so i was just watching the cup matches and i, I watched the, the this is the, show. this is the only match i watched. I, I didn't even really watch this to be honest it was on in the background but obviously it was a big deal because it was rendering a team up with show young eyes back against the current and old guard akada tanahashi um the the result was never in doubt but the way right. the result came about okada <laughs> hitting the rainmaker and deciding nah we'll carry on we'll carry on teaching these kids a lesson um rendering fought back a bit Shotaruno got involved a bit, but then they fucking, here comes Tanahashi, here comes the Dragon Screw, here comes the Sling Blade. You can have a high fly flow, you can have another Rainmaker, get the fuck out of our ring. Um, it, it's certainly one that's gonna, they, they've, you know, they've put that there for future video packages, for future stories to be told when you get yeah. Ren and, Ren and Shota challenging for Okada's top title, challenging for the throne. Then I'm okay with that. And look, I'm okay with this, uh, this little, this little mean streak that Okada's got from the Kiyomiya. Uh, oh, he's, like, he's so interesting. It's fantastic. Keep at it. Oh, it's it's great. Um, it, this is the best Okada's been in a, in a, in a long time, many years. Yeah, I mean, you no, know, in, in in ring the dude never slacks, but character wise, right? Character, and I did, you know, and if it's, uh, I hate to say, it, you know, if it upsets Rocky Romero that, that Okada's got a little mean streak, so be it. You know, we don't need Rocky. Rocky's got a mean streak, man. He he's getting he they they don't like him over in Mexico. Now he's a little gringo. He he's not making a lot of fans trying to cut off Volador Jr.'s hair and giving abuse to, to him at every stage he can. Um, I think there's a big fight coming up this Friday in CMLO with Rocky. Uh, but on the, the New Japan Cup, then the, the second round rolls on. Can I ask uh, you a question? You can ask me one question only. You mentioned the 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 the, the New Zealand uh, New Japan stuff. I know they released it on World. Did you watch any of that stuff? The only match I watched was Caveman Ugg. I think it's Ugg or is it Ugg? Ugg. I think U double G. Caveman Ugg versus uh, Aaron Hanare. I watched that one because I spoke to Hanare about it and he was bigging it up to me. So when it released, I finally went around to watch it. Um, it was pretty good. They they hit hard. I think it was quite a small ring. Um, Caveman. Caveman Ugg is certainly uh, a quite a interesting cat. He's very big, but mobile, hits hard. Uh, but they're building this rogue nation kind of... I don't know if it's another subsection of Bullet Club, but they're building a Bullet Club-esque thing in for these Tamashi shows with Bad Luck Farley as the leader. Because I got a... I got a New Zealand Young Lion uh, in April coming on the, the Wizards. Oh, uh, what, Michael Richards? No, Shepard Alexander? Oh, uh, that, that's even that goes past my remit, man. Me too. So I gotta, I gotta watch some of these shows and get caught up on them. But 
I, I, that was just an aside. I wanted. I've, to I've heard it. the Carl Fletcher Robbie Eagles match is awesome from Tamashi. I've not yeah. watched it, but I've heard good things. Um, but yeah, second round of New Japan Cup uh, kicks off. Tetsuya Naito versus Chase Owens. Tetsuya Naito gets the win, win with a roll up. Um, look, I thought this was great. I thought this was one of Chase Owens' best in a New Japan ring. Um, I thought he. I, I genuinely believed Chase Owens was going to defeat Tetsuya Naito. Um, and that's a big credit to the two of them that they can make me believe that. Yeah, look, I mean, I know a lot of... I feel like Chase Owens is like the glue that is... I feel like he's the workhorse of the Bullet Club. I think Chase Owens is... Look, uh, the, the, the thing is, if anybody from New Japan is likely to listen to this, I feel like it's probably Chase. Um, <laughs> but he is... He's just... He's average. He's fine. He's a safe loyal hand new japan love him because obviously there's the story i think kenny omega told once upon a time where they needed someone to fill in and they gave chase owens like 24 hours 48 hours notice to come to japan and he hopped on the first flight and he was there when they needed him um and you know he's he was there during the pandemic he was doing the fucking week-long quarantines and hotels he was he he puts in the work um you know if he can get there in the ring as well then more power to him but he, he doesn't do much for me I, I don't he, – he doesn't blow the doors off, but I know if I see Chase Owens in the ring, I know that he's got his working boots on. Yeah, I, I don't fault him for his, his efforts. I just don't think his efforts are necessarily right up there. Like, I'd say his his limit's probably like a three-and-a-half star match if you want to go on that. Yeah, I'm, but I'm good with that, like, you know, because he's not – you need Chase Owens. Yes, your, you, you need in, a Chase Owens on your roster. Yes, because he's never in those situations where he's rest, trying to put on a five star match. He's just trying to put on a decent wrestling match. You've never, you've never got to worry about going on after Chase Owens. You've never got, you know, you've never got a. You're not going to have a Omega Osprey Okada J White situation if Chase Owens is the one going on before. You're fine. You can rest easy. But he he showed up, man, with Naito, and this was good. And I like the I like the finish. I like the uh, the roll up out of nowhere type of deal. He got a roll up in the first round as well. He hasn't hit the full Destino yet. Let's be weary of that. Um, but also Chase Owens busting out the second rope Styles Clash. Uh, that was a huge moment. That was deadly. Uh, he couldn't hook the legs, and it was a bit horrifying to watch as it was happening because he couldn't get the he couldn't get his leg over Naito's arm, but he hit anyway, and it looked brutal. Um, but yeah, no, one of Chase Owens' best in a New Japan ring for sure. Yeah, and now we're set up with this this quarterfinal Sonata Naito blow the doors is are we gonna blow up lij teton's nowhere to be found i don't think it blows up but <laughs> sonata and naito had the g1 match a few years ago and there was they, they just didn't seem to click there there was a lot of like just rough mistimings and stuff i can remember quite well even up to the moonsault at the end um but sonata did get the win in that it's important so maybe does naito get his win back here is always um you know the, the thing you have to think about but uh, yeah, that's so. Sonata gets to the quarterfinals because he put everyone watching to sleep in his match with Kenta, which was the main event of this night. Um, I think for me, this is everything that's wrong with New Japan's main event scene, in that they feel like they have to go long. Yeah, I'm with you on that. And you don't, you can't. There's guys that just can't go long. This match is. If you make this a 15 minute match, I bet you were fucking raving about it. Yeah, I'd be. I certainly wouldn't be dragging it as much as I'm about to, because I I understand you've got you want to give people their money's worth. They've paid, especially if you're hitting these obscure venues, these towns that maybe don't get so much action. 
Um, I, I fully appreciate that, but don't like. Oh, um, it's just it, it, this went like twenty nine minutes. I think. Let me get. Yeah, it went. It was. It was long. It was twenty nine was... mi- minutes and twelve seconds. Probably the longest match of the tour so far. Um, and it felt longer. It it was horrible. It was slow. Kent had done a spot where he was trying to do the paradise lock, and instead he taped Sonata up, and it went on for about six minutes. Um, and it was funny at first, and then it went on, and then it went on, and then it went on, and then I had a nap, and I woke up, and it was still going on. Um, it, yeah, I just think this is everything wrong with New Japan's main event scene, and that they feel like they have to go long. And yeah, we saw it with, we saw it. with what Naito uh, Umino a couple weeks ago, right? Oh, yeah, at the new beginning, new beginning tour. That, again, again, case in point. Whereas you've got other nights where the main event's gone like twenty minutes, and I'm not here, sat here dragging it right now. Because at yeah, least no. if it's shit, it's not. I've not wasted my time. Like when it gets half an hour, I'm like, that's an that's a sh- episode of a TV show, right? Yeah. That that's that's a lot different for me. No, I, I'm I'm with you, man. When these when these ma- these main events drag, it's like, you know, I find so I find myself for the most part engaged, right? I'm not, I don't have my I don't have my phone out. Maybe I have my laptop out. Maybe I'll tweet a couple things at the beginning of the match. But for the most part, I am 100% in. When these main events start to drag, like I find myself on my What's... phone, scrolling Twitter, getting up and walking around, just like. Well, I always what? think that's the worst sign, I always say. If I'm like last year, I, I watched try, I watched more, but I, I tried to watch 365 films in 365 days. If I ever found myself wanting to reach for my phone, that was, that's such a bad sign. That I'm trying to have to force myself to watch this. Right. I shouldn't want to reach my phone. I didn't want to reach my phone during Bishamon versus the Dream Team or Carl Fletcher versus Yoshiashi. I, I was so engaged, but yeah, this was the worst of the New Japan Cup by a country mile for me. Like Yujiro's show at Rumo sucked. It was over in like 10, 12 minutes. Yes, there's a difference. If it sucks and it's quick, it still sucks, but it's not like fucking torture. Yeah, you don't feel cheated as such. You know, it's like, oh, that that's a shame. But, you know, at least it hasn't taken over a portion of my fucking day. Yeah, this one was rough, but we were, you know, we're getting down to the final eight here. And, and you know, this, I think, I think you have to have Sonata go on because on the Just other story. side, the bottom of that bracket, you could go, you could go those two, you know, you could run that weird evil thing or I there's th- Redemption versus Osprey. I think... Osprey bows out here. You think so? Actually, I don't know. I do you know what the difficulty is? Is I I one I, the result the match I don't think we're getting 100 is Naito versus Osprey. I don't think we're going to get that again because that happened very back. That happened back to full, back and forth very quickly last year, and they delivered both times in the G1 and then whatever the show was where Osprey defended the title. Um, I don't think we get round three just yet. I think that's a big money match. So I think, you know, we're either getting Evil versus Sonata or Naito, or again, Osprey versus Sonata. And you could even, I mean, it might be, it's very un-New Japan-like, but you could even run back that scenario where Taichi helps Sonata beat Osprey to get, you know, revenge over the, the, the New Beginning loss, right? Yeah, yeah. The quarterfinal, it, it's certainly getting a lot more interesting now. Of course, it does any tournament the once it starts to get down to the to brass tacks um but yeah in, in the second round getting to the quarterfinals as well tamatonga defeats aaron hanare never openweight champion um matt alluded to it already to finish with hanare going for streets of rage 
only for it to be counted in midair into the gun stun. Tamatong Tam was so fucking good at these gun stun counters. This isn't the first time he's done this. He's done it against Yoshihashi's like Karma before and stuff. He like ugh, I, I, I kind of want to throw up saying this, but he can really hear out of nowhere. Yeah, like Randy Orton. Fuck's sake, man. I wanted to. I wanted to find another way to to say it, but I think I'm going to make you throw up because I want to see you throw up, Kieran. I think the match was pretty good. I don't think it's one anyone's going to remember, but it wasn't a bad match. It wasn't a stinker. It was solid. It was a three and a half stars. It, you know, and it keeps you know Hanare's not really setting a foot wrong in the tag matches. Mm. He looks great all the time. I, I hope we get something more for Hanare going forward this year. Yeah, Nari with an impressive win against Shingo and then a hard-fought battle against the never-openweight champion, Tamatanga, and he's moving on now to face um, Hiroki Goto, who had uh, another great showing by Kyle Fletcher. Not on the Yoshihashi level. No, no, not all, but it was it was tremendous. Again, like, they, uh, we said, you said how Goto kind of you know, he's had this incredible career and he's so good and we don't appreciate it, perhaps. And this was, again, another case of that. And he had Carl Fletcher, who's seemingly like, this is my fucking time to shine. He's going guns blazing. He's proving that he is awesome. So many people would have only seen him in New Japan or AEW and they would have only ever seen him as a tag team wrestler. There was a big t- time where Carl, where Mark Davis was injured. Um, it happened 2019 and just before the pandemic so he was doing a bit of singles wrestling Carl Fletcher during that time um and naturally on the independence you just see guys wrestle singles matches as well they can't rest they not necessarily wrestle and tag every time so I've always known Carl Fletcher is great but to be honest I, I don't want to try and chat shit I didn't know he was this fucking good yeah this is like his coming out party this tournament right oh these two matches you'd put them side by side with any other matches this tournament and you know Carl Fletcher at the moment MVP of this tournament granted there's only been two rounds um but he he could be MVP when all said and done and you know Goto busting out the big moves that I don't know what it's called the crazy seated flip thing from the top ropes uh where like they're flat on their belly on the top rope kind of and he sits on top of them and then he flings off and spins that's such a cool move. He rarely busts out anymore. So when he does, it means a lot and it's incredible. Um, but yeah, Goto did get the win. Uh, Hiroki Goto goes on to the third, uh, to the quarterfinals to face uh, Tamatonga, like Matt said. Who are you? Uh, what are you feeling with that, Tamatonga, Hiroki Goto? I feel like Tama, because singles champion just losing to a tag champion, doesn't, is, is my logic. And then. Tama obviously has to lose in the semis then, and he could lose to David Finley, Grotokan, Shota, or Zach. Um, so maybe, you know, I think out of those four, David Finley or Great Okan are your likely never challengers because you, you, you'd you assume someone out of this is going to get a, a never title challenge at some point. Right. And, and Tam- the, Sorry, the story is there with Finley, you know, Bullet Club. Yeah, exactly. They they've not got any beef themselves because Finley wasn't in Bullet Club, but Tam is always gonna say fuck Bullet Club, fuck them hoes. Um and fuck them hoes, nice. And he I think that's Finley's level right now would be the never open weight championship or maybe the US title because he's challenged for that before. He's never gonna challenge for the um yeah, I know that's pretty that's pretty creepy, right? I figured um, it was the cat. <laughs> uh and um 
yeah, like US title maybe uh, for Finley. He's challenged for that before. It wouldn't have been unrealistic for him to have that once upon a time. Whereas now, <laughs> <laughs> my, my poor fiance needs to get stuff out. That's she's just, she's just, just got she's just got, she just got out of the shower, so she doesn't want to be seen on cam. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, no. Otherwise, she would be fine to be seen on the the camera. I was but... like, man, that's a big cat. <laughs> like towels on him. Uh, so we Matt thought you was a cat because we could see the top of you, and that was it. No, I've locked them out. I've locked them out. <laughs> um. So yeah, you know, you never know what's gonna happen on Bread Club. No, you gotta watch Bread Club. You never know. You never know. There you go. Um, there's this better. That's that's better. Matt, Matt, Matt saved you for a second. You can still hear me, but you can't be seen. You can't um, see Kieran. You just gotta look at my dumb face for a minute here. Yeah, go on, Matt. She she's gone. All um, right, we're a team here. We're a team. We make it work. So so professional. Um, yeah, I think Finley's. Li- Peak at the moment would be US heavyweight title, but that's obviously Kenny Jeff Cobb. So never title makes sense. And then Bullet Club have a bit of ammunition to roll with. There you go. Yeah. So uh so that's so Goto Tamatanga is the eighteenth. Uh we have yet to see who's gonna be on the bottom half of that bracket, and that'll be tomorrow. No, Wednesday, Thursday, Wednesday. Wednesday. We still we still got one more night in New Japan Cup action that we haven't spoken about. Yes, but I mean, we're you, we we go there first. I don't. Do you really? I really don't want to talk about Evil and Jeff Cobb. I really don't. I th- I think it was quite fun. Um, I liked Jeff Cobb doing the surfboard on top of Evil and Dick Toga. That was you. Un- that was unique. I love. I Jeff. like. I like the the cuffing Great Okan. The the there's quite smart there. Um, and you know the the like my pick my pick carries on. I told you guys. I told you guys. Were you with this fucking pick? Fucking told you, Matt. I, and you know what? I'm, you know, I, I don't like it, um, but I never said you were like an idiot about it. I don't know who these who, people are attacking you. Who was your pick? I don't know if I had a pick. <laughs> <laughs> I, I probably should have written it down. I don't know. I don't know who I picked. I can understand not liking this match at all, but I think it was one of the better houses. Like Dick no, Togo jumping on like... Dick, Dick Togo jumping on Jeff Cobb's back, but Jeff Cobb's still trying to forearm everyone for a solid 30 seconds. Um, it wasn't the worst House of Torture match. There's no such thing as like a good House of Torture. It's like saying like an ugly girl has nice eyes, but she's got like, <laughs> fucking teeth look like can openers. She's got acne. She's got like wow. lopsided boobs. She's got this a peg is, leg. This is how we get cancelled. You and the peg legs. Back to the pirates. How you get, guess, I, I got news. Do you, well, do you have uh, it, like, is there something deep in the head about pirates? Did you like when you was a child, did you have like a party and the clown came dressed as a pirate and they fell onto your cake or something by mistake. No, no, I never had any uh, characters at my birthdays. Do you like Pirates of the Caribbean? Not really. I can't think of any other pirate-related stuff. That's right, because there is no other pirate-related stuff. I mean, there's like pirates in them- themselves, I like, like, like Blackbeard. I don't, I don't mind the Pittsburgh Pirates. I did go to a pirate museum when we were in the Bahamas. Do you like Captain Morgan's? Captain Morgan's rum is okay. Yeah, we're getting, we're, we're getting. I'm more of a Jack Daniels guy. I'm not gonna lie. We're getting there. We're finding some some common Here. some common pirate ground. Here's the thing. Do you do you like treasure? Who doesn't like treasure? Oh, there we go. See? See, that's the thing. Pirates steal treasure. Pirates aren't good people. The little Asian girl isn't a fun. There's no such thing as a fun pirate. Um. 
I mean, yeah, fuck what you up, man. Fucking dumb wheel. Her wheel's not even attached to anything. She just has a wheel. She can't do anything with it. I was trying to think of a smart comeback and I couldn't. Matt Matt wins. Sorry, no, guys. I don't I, win because I tried, I, I, to... I tried to defend Kyrie for us. Because Kieran goes out, he goes on his Twitter, he says, look, look, check out the Bread Club, check it out. And then all these people who like Japanese professional wrestling and and they enjoy the women's wrestling, and then they come on here and then I don't like the pirate. And then they're throwing shade at me in the comments. It's not necessary. Uh, it's a bit necessary. Like, look, look, guys, if you please don't let Matt, Matt is a he's a very sturdy gentleman. He, he's, oh, his, gentleman. Feel, his feelings are very like, you know, it takes a lot to get through this hard exterior. He's Doesn't soft on lot. he's soft on the inside, but he's got thick skin. But you you can keep the abuse coming when it relates to Matt's dislike of Kyrie and Tanahashi. It's not Tanahashi. It's his fucking dumb hair. Yeah, but the hair is a that is shitty you. hair. Is shitty air guitar. Who's like you're good at air guitar? I mean, there's an legit me. There's like an air guitar championships. I think I saw years ago. Yeah, and Tanahashi's beaten in the first first round. He's out. I mean, he made it into the tournament. That's that. He's that's... the Yujiro Takahashi of the Air Guitar Tournament. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> Will Ospreay versus Mark Davis. I never want to cut Yujiro Takahashi again. Will Ospreay versus Mark Davis. Uh, they went balls to the fucking wall. They what did they ever? Davis Holy beat shit. the shit out of Will Ospreay. Davis beat the shit out of Will Ospreay. Will Ospreay made Doc, uh, Mark Davis look a million bucks. Um, but unsurprisingly, Will Ospreay got the win, perhaps picked up a little niggle along the way, a little injury. I don't Maybe it's storyline, maybe it's not. Um, but the main event of the last night of New Japan Cup that we've we've watched before recording, um, it delivered. Hell yeah, it delivered. And I love he couldn't hit Stormbreaker, so he broke out Tiger Driver 91 before the Hidden Blade. Oh, oh that Tiger Driver was incredible. Awesome. Awesome shit. And, and Mark... I like that in these tournaments, stable mates meet up, and it's not like there's no like backstory where like this is going to cause friction in the stable. Like this is just like this is presented as a real athletic competition. They can be a... friends, but they can still go a hundred miles an hour and beat the shit out of each other because it means that much to them. It was the first ever United Empire versus United Empire match. Um, they they made history. Um, and Will Ospreay goes on to the semi, uh, the quarterfinals, like we said, where he will face Evil. Um, so it could all, it could all come crashing down for the United Empire in this match. Could all come crashing down for me if fucking I have to sit through another shitty House of Torture match. Uh, I mean, you're you're gonna have to, but it's against Will Ospreay. Do you have yeah, faith? They, hang, on, have... hang on, hang on. You're a big Will Ospreay fan. You, love we, we we love and appreciate Will Ospreay here. Um, we will hear no Will Ospreay stander on the Bread Club. Right. Uh, do you think Will Ospreay can pull a good House of Torture match out of Evil? If anyone can do it, do you think Will Ospreay can do it? I think Will Ospreay... I think... Look, let's not be foolish here. I think Evil's more than capable of having a good match, right? And I think Will Ospreay's going to have a great match with him. It's all the extracurriculum bullshit that I can... It's unnecessary. Can't we just have a, a, a an up and up match why why can't when the united empire needs to offset the house of torture we need a shark cage we need handcuffs we need a five gallon bucket of joint compound uh we need some peeps we need to fucking lock it down when the bell when the final bell is rung and evil's hand is raised 
Will you do you think it would have been a good match? Do you think it can be a good match? No, if he if the outcome is evil wins, that means there's the Garrett, there's Dick to go, there's nonsense. Yujiro Takahashi, I said it again. I hope you're happy. This is what you wanted. Um, nonsense, high levels of nonsense. Will Ospreay is above, above the nonsense. He's gonna not, not he won't be for this night. It's, it's an interesting one. We, I don't think we've seen. Osprey in this situation much like certainly not the full shenanigans um so you know maybe he's excited for it maybe he's excited for the challenge to see something different um uh, he's excited for one versus four and a garrett no maybe he hey. likes maybe he likes it that way um that recording. maybe osprey likes the garrett um but the... he's into that he's a freak yeah. dm him. let's find out <laughs> uh, but there's still a couple matches left in the second round that will be taking place on 15th of March. Uh, David Finley versus Great Okan, Shota Umino versus Zack Sabre Jr. Um, David Finley kind of has to win, right? He can't be bowing out of, in the second round after this big bullet club hoo-ha. Um, but I kind of mm, I kind of envisioned originally Great Okan not losing his second round match straight away because he had a bye from the first round. Well, and we didn't see the Bullet Club David Finley, right? He wasn't factored in. It yeah, was just yeah, exactly. angry David Finley. So I'm going with David Finley for this one. What about you, Matt? I like David Finley here, and I like uh, I like Umino to beat Zach because that can set up, you know, you know how New Japan does their stuff, right? David I... Finley beating Zach Saber Jr. Not upset to run back that TV title match. That's what I think. Also... I think David Finley. I think Zach wins, and then David beats Zach. Um, Shota winning, defeating Zach. I don't know why. I feel like it will make me sad. Um, I just at, at the moment, like I said it on the last episode. I've actually even written my first column for WrestleIn, WrestleIn dot com. I never write anymore, and it's just about how fucking good Zach Saber Junior is, and how good he is for this title, and how he's the perfect man to be this inaugural champion. Because for me, Zack Sabre Jr. is the best wrestler on the planet. Um, but he he's the full package. Uh, you want someone to put on a good match. You want someone to have a good character. You want someone to cut a good promo in two different languages. You need a new. You need to make a group interesting. You want to make a young lion interesting. You know, he 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 ticks every box, and he, it's not just that he does it. He does it fucking well. He does it very um, well. Yes. So I I just don't think Shota's there for me. Uh, I appreciate if they give Shota the win, Shota has a title match, and then Zach beat Shota in the title match. Right. Would it be a slip-up? Maybe Zach is too comfortable in the 15-minute match where maybe Shota pushes it to 17, and Zach maybe That's... has a lapse where he is so used to now having these 15-minute matches that perhaps he's not prepared to go past that time limit, and that is... Shota steals something from him? That's really fucking smart. Like you should slide into Shota's DMs and tell him to do that. <laughs> that that if they do that, I don't think they would be. I I don't know. I mean, wrestlers are smart people, and Zack Saber Junior probably one of the smartest among them. Um, if they if they done that, I would be so impressed at ingenuity and like it's it's creative as well, but in a really smart logical sense, right? Because then I, you can I, I love that idea. First, the Zack post match meltdown would be fucking. Amazing, oh, yeah, and then to run it back where he beats it, him in less than 15 minutes, it, it and then he's it, like, Yeah, it lines itself up, yeah, like, oh, you could only beat me because, yeah, I fucked up, and 
you know, you'll never beat me in my time limit, yada, 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 fuck UK politics, they'll make me prime minister. Um, yeah, no, I, 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 I love that. I'm so, I'm not so against Shota winning now that you've said that. And I wouldn't be against Zach because I think, um, I, honestly, I think any combination be- between these four for this last quarterfinal match would be yeah. a win. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty solid. And then you've got the interest of the the single titles, like I said, NJPW World TV Championship and the Never Openweight Championship. We're likely going to get some uh, title contenders coming out of these next couple of rounds now as well. Um, as we head into head into the finals, I think by the time, yeah, when we come back for our next bread club, we will have a new Japan Cup finalist to discuss, a fight yeah, winner to discuss, winner winner chicken dinner, and we'll probably have a, a clearer picture of uh, Sakura Genesis, right? Uh, at the very least, yeah, they usually do the um. The press conferences shortly after the tour's finished to announce the big matches that will be on the next big show. So we'll we'll at least know, you know, we've got Hiromu versus Leo Rush. I think that's happening at Sakura Genesis. And we've got Okada versus the NJP uh, the New Japan Cup winner. And I'm looking at our topics. Yeah, I pulled it up too. So far. So far the only thing they have announced is Okada versus is is Leo versus Hiromu not um, the uh, Sakura Genesis? Is it one of the bigger shows before it? They don't have any of the lineups up for the uh, the, the any of the shows before it. So yeah, I don't know. Well, we're definitely getting that match when whenever it is. Um, but you're getting some cool shit, Mister. Oh, going going to Washington DC and Philadelphia, and it gets announced that almost the entirety of Lij are coming over. You're getting Sonata. You're getting Naito. You're getting Hiromu. And are you getting Hiromu? You're getting Hiromu. Yeah. You're, getting you're, getting three, you're getting three members. Of Naito never goes to the fucking US. I get Ever. Naito. I get Naito. It, it's like, it's, I think the only time he's, he, he's not, he very, very rarely does it. Hey. He, he seems to come over for all the UK stuff. Maybe he just like doesn't like you guys. Hey, that's not nice. He was here for uh, the Super Card of Honor. He was here, yeah, he was here for that against Kota Ibushi, but. I don't know if he's like Ring of Honor in New Japan used to do Global Wars joint shows and stuff. So maybe I'm sure he'd done a good few of them, but he's not been over to the US since Supercard of Honor, of course, the pandemic. But four years ago, I'm pretty sure it's been since Naito's been in the US. You, you're getting a fucking treatment. I'm excited. When you sent over the rundown, uh, I did not know they had released this because oh, uh, uh, we, have a, we have a notes guy now for the Wizards, so I don't have to scour the internet for notes. Uh, so I don't spend a lot of time on on these websites. I instantly went right to NJPW nineteen seventy two to see what was announced, and I could not be more happy. Oh man! So you got Okada night one only Capital Collision in uh, Washington DC, and then Lance Archer's only night two in Philadelphia. But if you're Matt, it doesn't matter because you're fucking going to both anyway because you're a big big baller, Matt. Um, and then on both nights you got Hiromi. You got. Don't big baller Matt me. You're going to fucking wrestling on like a Thursday night. I follow you on Twitter. I know what you're up to, Kieran. Yeah, look. Okay. Hey, Rev Pro tickets are £20 each for those Sunday shows. And it was great fun. £20. It's like $25. Okay. Um, And it's a free-for-all seating, you know, so you can try to sit in the front row if you get there early enough. Uh, And that had Jack Morris from Noah was on that. Gabriel Kidd was there. It was a great, it was a pretty fun show. And then uh, Pro Wrestling, that was on the Sunday. Oh, you then, fucking flew to Japan for Wrestle Kingdom. Don't call me Big Baller, Matt. I, spent I was surprised like- I got away with that for so long. 
before I'm you like, brought up. Mother, I'm thinking, I'm like, I spent for both tickets, it was like 90 bucks, and that is not a lot. That I'm not oh, that that's awesome. ringside. That's great. Uh, but anyway, big ball and Matt, uh, getting Okada, Hiromu, Kenta, Naito, Sonata, Will Ospreay, uh, Tomohiro Ishii, Tanahashi, Despi, Lance Archer, and Fred Rossa. And that's all that's been announced so far, man. There's, there's going to be more to be announced. I'm very excited about this. It, it, they, they're stacking these two shows up, man. I'm very jealous. They look very cool. I can't wait, man. I can't. I really can't wait. It's going to be a great time. It's like next month as well. Like this time next month, literally. Yeah, Saturday, like month away. April 15th. Um, dude, so look, I missed the last episode of Ace Techers because I was at Rev Pro. So the the gang, I told them to record without me. I'm the one being difficult. Um, over was it worth it? Was it worth it, Kieran? Probably not. It wasn't the best show. I can't remember. I wanted to go because I wanted to get Jack Morris to sign my NOAA program from when I was in Japan. And um, because of okay. earlier in the year, I went to Japan. And then when I was in Japan, I went to a show in Japan and he was on the show in Japan. Um, yeah, I know. I, I don't know if we mentioned that I was in Japan. Um, nope. Never heard of it. But yeah, I wanted to get him to sign my NOAA program because he had a singles match with Timothy Thatcher and Nippon Budokan, but he never came out, unfortunately. Um, but so I told the guys recorded about me. Um, and I was so excited to talk about All-Star Junior Festival. And I'm still fucking excited to talk about All-Star Junior Festival. It was like two weeks ago now. All I right. know, very far back in our minds. But I fucking loved this show, Matt. Take, uh, me, take me to the All-Star Junior Festival, Kieran. Oh, dude. Like, I've still got my notes on my phone. And I can show the notes on my phone. Because this is a, a visual format as well. So, it's, like I said, I try to take notes when I give a shit. Like, New Japan Cup, there's a lot to talk about. We only talk every two weeks, me and Matt on here. But I took notes. I took notes. We oh, yeah. Notes look at that. On every match. But, look, the, the long and short of it is... Did you did you watch it, Matt? I can't remember if you said. I didn't. I I um wasn't logged into New Japan World, and I thought I had to pay for it. And I was like, I don't know about this. You do have to pay for it. It is a pay-per-view. But, look, the... The thing that stands out to me the most is in the, the second match of the main card. Um, oh, no, sorry, the opening match of the main card. They had a pre-show match. You've got Hiromu and Anamakusa, who are IWGP heavyweight, junior heavyweight cha- champions, GHC heavyweight champions, junior heavyweight champions, top two juniors in NOAA and New Japan, and a team up with a guy who I hadn't heard of called Fujita, Fujita Junior Hayato. And he's a champion from whichever promotion he's from. Chris Charlton makes a big deal of him when he makes his entrance. Um, and I'm like, I really hope I like this guy because Chris Charlton is bigging him up. And I don't know why. I fucking fell in instant love with this dude. His his entrance music is Japanese reggae. Yeah. Never heard anything like I never exactly. I'd never heard anything like it in my life. I wish it was on Spotify. I'm playing it on YouTube at least once a day. It is such a good entrance for him. So and, you put Japanese reggae on Spotify? Well, I mean, I couldn't find a specific song. Um, but What's I've the got, song called? Uh, it's definitely not on Spotify. Um, I, I tried my hardest. Um, I'm trying to find a screenshot. It's called... Uh, so it's J-Rex, J-Rex with two X's. And then the song is called R-I-P. Um, but it's on YouTube if you search that. Uh, yeah, this dude, like... Look, I don't want to get his story wrong. I think he had cancer. He beat cancer and came back. He took a long gap. I th- and I think there's something to do. Chris Charlton does an incredible job of it on commentary. I'm really sorry for getting this information wrong because it was two weeks ago and I don't remember. But I think like his dad had a disability or something, like someone in his family. Basically, because Fujito is such a good dude 
and he's hit close to home. He's started a wrestling school for disabled people so that he can support them and help them and stuff like that because he's this good dude. Um, and he's just, he's incredible in the ring. He, he's just instant one of those guys that I, he has that intangible. He has the it. He walks in to break up a pin with just a kick to the back and he's cool about it. Fucking, he was awesome in the ring. And I think the biggest thing was in a match that he's standing in the ring with. Are you listening to to his theme? Um, I just I just found this is J Rex on Spotify. Uh, I don't know. This is it on YouTube. It's got a picture of him. Uh, I got fight cl- fight dub club. Um, on the YouTube. But yeah, I think the the biggest thing is obviously this was Hiromu produced show, so I, I would assume that means at least to a strong extent Hiromu is booking the matches, who wins and stuff like that. And then a match that he was in, and he was teaming with the second top junior heavyweight champion of Japan. They let this guy pick up the win. He got the win in this in a six man tag, and Hiromu wants a singles match against him. Please, dear God, I don't. I'm not saying look, New Japan. I would love them to, him to sign him, but really, it's the Otis is on me to go and seek out more of this dude. He shouldn't have to sign with people he doesn't necessarily want to sign with if he loves what he's doing. Um, I just want to see more of this guy. He he was the standout, but the whole show, it really was. It is must see. Um, so much cool shit I'd never seen before. Fun, exciting. Like some of it was comedy. Shima had a surprise match against um, Hirata. Uh, look. I don't want to go on about it too much because Matt hasn't seen it and I'm talking a lot. But no, you're good. This I'm, I'm check I'm, it the fuck I'm, out. Web, ignore. See, see the one thing that Matt loses out on in not being a fan of Kyrie and not being a fan of Pyrus is sometimes he doesn't sell the the high seas of the internet. Um, because sometimes in you find you find some buried treasure on some websites and you open a treasure box and oh look, it's the All Star Junior Festival. I found some buried treasure on some websites. I can't talk about, buddy. <laughs> That's, uh, that's yeah, a, that's I was. I wasn't. Show. You know, I wasn't like super jacked up about it. I'm not. I wasn't sure about it. Then I was I, not gonna pay like twenty dollars for it. I at first I was like, this will be fun. This will be cool. But then I came home and stuck it on, and I was like, I'll skip through the entrances. I'll just watch the matches. And then I was like, hang on, I don't know any of these guys. Let me watch the entrances. And I watched the whole show in one evening. I I, I intended to stick on a couple of hours, and I was I was sucked in. Was there English commentary? Chris Charlton and Kevin Kelly were on commentary. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah, it, it was awesome. Um, I'm just trying to look through my, my notes quickly. Um, How was the Otani 10-man tag match? So, which I, I wrote match numbers instead of... The third match. Numbers. Third match. Match three. Um, is with Jun Kasai. Yes. Um, yeah, so Jun Kasai decided to start a match with shoot headbutts, um, obviously. And uh, oh, there was some like Junka side done the the skewer things into someone's head. I can't remember which wrestler. Um, and then the guy is screaming in English commentary's face, like in <laughs> like he's dying. It was a it was a great little uh, comedy bit. He, he was very funny. But um, and hey, Kai, what is the uh, sorry to cut you was... off. What's the what's the great Sasuke looking like in twenty twenty three? Oh, the dude does crazy shit now. Like he's doing jumping off of the top of ladders with a bin over his head onto someone else that's laying on another ladder. He is a fucking crazy motherfucker. He's really perhaps doing it because obviously he's old and could probably make, he, you know, he's not going to be able to put on a five-star classic these days. Right. But he, he shifted gears. Like, I don't see a lot of him, but whenever he pops up on my socials, it's because he's doing something no human being should really be doing. 
Interesting stuff. Great stuff. Okay, he's got to be fucking old as shit right now. Oh, exactly. He there's no way he is a young boy at this point in his career. He doesn't how, look it either. How old do you think the Great Sasuke is? Um, I, I want to say he's probably in his forties, but for he looks like he's probably like fifty-five. You're close, fifty-three. Oh, that was a good guess. That was um, a great guess. I, I didn't. I'm usually awful at that shit. I'm very proud of myself. That's made my I'm day. Proud of you too, buddy. Um, but yeah, if look, check it out. It, it's better Did... that you watch it through nefarious means than you miss out on finding your new favorite wrestler. How was the eighth match, the five way with Ishimori? Oh, dude, that fucked. That was just insane. Um, again, I'd learned new people. Shun Skywalker is the guy that everyone who likes Dragon Gate talks about. Yep. He is the star of Dragon Gate, and I can see why. He is, he's, he, no way is he a junior, by the way. But I don't think Dragon Gate doesn't have weight divisions. Okay. So, um, but he's a very big dude. Um, Ninja Mac is a fucking crazy motherfucker, does like the ninja bomb, and he's just, it's like, can do absurd shit. Um, and Taiji Shimori got the win as well. Um, I feel like for the most part, the New Japan guys kind of took a backseat. Like in the tag match Desperado was in, he really wasn't in there much. Okay. And I, I liked that. Like, you know, they, they get the spotlight. People are tuning in for them for the most part. Right, I'm sure pe- people support these local, like these smaller independents and they're excited to see their guys. But I like the fact that it seemed for the most part that the New Japan guys, they took a step back. They they realized this is a chance to put a fucking spotlight on everyone else. One thing we should talk about that I've not gotten those, their Rocky Romero cut a video, a video promo. He wants All-Star Junior Festival in the USA. Oh, nice! Who that? That's you know, fantasy book a bit, man. Who do you? Oh man, I mean, what are so? I'm not entirely sure. Like, man, that that opens up a whole. Like, are we just talking top promotions? Are we talking independence? Are we talking? It's All Star Junior Festival, man. They had everyone from any promotion that you'd never heard of from independence unsigned. You can, if they're a junior wrestler and they can get to USA to wrestle, they're, they're a possibility. Because for me, obviously, like everyone would say, Vikingo. Like, everyone wants Vikingo on their shows now that it's got a visa. Um, right. And who's that other guy that was just in a uh, Dynamite Ladder match? Comanche, Commando, Commando. Uh, Commander. Commander. Yeah, yeah. So there's rumors of him now with WWE are interested suddenly. Um, but AW are also keen on him. You've got all the, the amazing luchadors from AAA and CMLL. Uh, but then, you know, you've got obviously AEW guys, your Darby Allens and stuff like that. Um, Impact, you've got Ace Austins, Trey Miguel's, uh, Independence. I am trying to pull a, pull a name Nick, out my Nick ass. Wayne. Nick Wayne. Uh, what's it? Oliver something Oliver. Oliver oh, Jordan something. Oliver. Jordan Oliver. Myron I mean, if, Reed. If we can get UK guys over, you've got guys like Michael Oku. Um, I'd love to see him get his time in the spotlight. Uh, I had a beer with him at Eve, actually. Um, he, he's such a good dude. Um, you always got to show me up, man. I was like, I got followed by Chase Owens, and he's having beers with people. It's Michael Oakley, man. He's a, he's supporting his his friends at Eve. Um, he's a good dude. Everyone should support that dude. He's a, in Battle of Los Angeles, and he's over in L.A. for He's in, yeah, L.A.? Yeah. LA, WrestleMania weekend's in L.A., isn't it? Um, yes. He's, he's over there doing business. Um, so... Good luck to him. He's one that one of the good dudes that I've literally seen develop. I was there for his Rev Pro debut, I think, and he's still going strong there today. Um but yeah, I think that's that's all the the, the pre the topics we had pre prepared, Matt. 
I got one. I got. We gotta. I gotta talk. We gotta talk about this, man. The Multiverse United. This show Impact Weekend. They added a women's match. Oh, Yamashita. Okay, one more time. Miyu Yamashita. That is. You're not wrong, but you're not right. That. Fuck off! How do you? It's it's quicker. Yamashita. Okay, well, AZM is a word apparently too, which is not a like, word. What, what about the? So I don't want to say his name. Who? The Japanese fella in AEW. How do you say his name? Takeshita. That Takeshita. It's not Takeshita. Takeshita. No, <laughs> no, but do you know what I mean? If you, if you, that's how people say. It. If you right. pronounce it how uh, it's yeah. written, it's the same for Yamashita. So Takeshita, Yamashita. Yamashita. Yeah. Yamashita. Well, yeah. what about AZM still doesn't make the you meet that's made up. <laughs> made up. There's, there's just three letters. There's, there's... Azumi. That's not Azumi should be spelled A Z O O M E. Oh, good. Um, but they fucking this, this, her being on that is a huge deal. This show is stacked, dude. Oh, it's a, it's absurd. But to speak on me, Marsh to being on that card, she's a TJPW wrestler. She's Cyberfight, which is the company that owns, they own Noah, they own DDT, they own TJPW, Wrestle Universe, all them guys. Right. Obviously, Bushi Road owns New Japan and owns Stardom. They, they, there's never much, you know, cross-contamination between them. Of course, we had the big Noah New Japan shows and stuff. But for a TJPW wrestler, to, she, you know, I know it's a crossover show. It's Impact New Japan. But for all intents and purposes, Miyu Master, TJPW wrestler, is wrestling for New Japan. That's insane. That's such a cool deal for fans of TJPW. She was at the, she was at the Eve show, by the way, Sunday, uh, Wednesday. Miu Master. But this guy's going to wrestling on a Wednesday. Come on, who living? Who's living a better life than Kieran? Uh, not look. I got <laughs> a. I hate. We we record this at a very specific time so that I can go to bed at like ten p.m. Yeah. So yeah. I I'm. A creature of habit. I don't like being up late. Okay. So when I go to an Eve show on a Wednesday night and it's quarter to 11 and the main event is finishing, oh. I'm, not a, I'm not a happy boy, Matt. No. And I've got work the next morning. I'm getting up at 6 a.m. the next morning. And I want to meet the wrestlers that were there. They've come all the way from Japan. I want to meet Miyu Master. I want to meet, meet Miyuki Takasa. I want to meet Natsu Samir. Yep. Who doesn't? <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, one day this will turn into a Joshi show, and well, I'm gonna be I'm I, gonna be so proud of that. I would look if you don't they have like a huge show coming up? So this coming Saturday, TJPW are doing Ariake Coliseum, um, and it's the biggest show of their history. Uh, perfect jumping in point. I'm so excited for it. Annoyingly though, they run their shows like early afternoon, mid afternoon Japanese time, which is like three, four, five, six a.m. UK time. Okay. It might not be that bad in Eastern time. All right. So it's definitely worth checking out. Um, so yeah, TJPW have a huge, huge show. Very excited for that on Saturday. And then Stardom are running Yokohama Arena or Yokohama Budokan. I want to say it's Yokohama Arena, which is the same place where Wrestle Kingdom 17, the Noah show was, and then Great right. Muta's retirement match. Yep. So that's a huge venue. Stardom are running that. Um, and... I think there's a few there's a few matches that are in the pipeline for that so far, like Julia versus Tam Nakano. I can't remember anything else. Oh, Shuri versus Shirohoro Hashimoto. Um, but again, yeah, basically two the two biggest shows in Joshi 
the stardom show is the biggest joshi show since like the 90s with all japan women's with Aja kong's tokyo dome and all those stuff and it's the biggest tjpw show ever um but yeah uh that's yeah. soon that's coming up saturday is tjpw and the stardom show is in april and the rumors are that it will be azumi versus mercedes monet no that's at sakura genesis that's rumored azumi that's, versus mercedes monet according to Meltzer. And then the story goes that it will be Mayu Otani versus Mercedes Monet at uh, um, Stardom's Yokohama show. I smell bo- I smell bonus episodes, buddy. What Joshi episodes where we I try and guide Matt through the. I will. Sail, sail, I, I've got to make it a pirate thing. I try. We try and sail across Joshi waters with Matt. Dress like a pirate. <laughs> I, will, I will watch these shows. I will take copious notes. And I will ask a many of questions. Well, A, I might need to get someone on to help me because I know the top start parts of stardom. I, I get, you know, the further down the card you go, my knowledge gets a bit rusty. Yeah. Um, because I like as you know, I love to watch my shows live. Yeah. But because they show it early Japanese time, like I said, it's dead of the night UK. The shows have tend to happen to that cherry pick. Oh Matt, Matt, the show's open. Can I let I gotta find you a link? Let's let's Never guys. Mind. Let's let's get Matt's thoughts on uh if I can find a link quickly whilst I try and what's the word when you try and they do it in parks and recs when you just try and chat shit a lot. Um Spitball talk yeah full time. Matt, Matt talk for a second, please. I can talk all you want. Look, if you are enjoying the bread club and you like uh you like myself and Kieran, Kieran's on social media at Kieran RH93 on Twitter, and he's at the Wrestling at Wrestling, he's doing the Ace Tecker show. If you like the uh, New Japan knowledge here, Ace Techers uh, with Kieran, so much more knowledge uh, over there. So you want to check that out. They're doing great things. And Kieran's back to writing. Okay. So he wrote a nice well, article. I've just sent you a link, Matt. It's a four-year-old link. So these wrestlers are all very different now. Okay. Um, but this is it? how this, please, this is how it, it might be a bit loud. This is how TJPW open up their shows. If you're a TJPW fan, hope let, let's get Matt's live reaction to tjpw let's get his live reaction to up up girls all right this is opening buffering oh this works it's coming through it's coming through. all right we can hear it too oh boy if this, you're is, listening how the, to the podcast, this is how the show opens every time are these women wrestlers they are wrestlers this is like baby metal not quite <laughs> They do the same dance every time. What the fuck is this? <laughs> what is going on here? It is fantastic, dude. This goes on for almost five minutes. They do a full song and dance. I'm watching for five minutes. They go up, up, and throw punches and kicks. The song is called Upper Kick. I see that. And yeah, the band, the group is up up girls. Um is this and... a, are they a stable? I'm not sure. I don't know that they necessarily have stables in TJPW because the roster isn't so bloated. Um but they certainly have like, you know, tag teams of course. Matt is instantly a fan of up up girls much like I was. I don't understand what's going on here. Matt, Matt, you know, I've just told you I don't necessarily watch the shows live. Um my first exposure to this was when I was in Corrigan Hall on January 4th, 
and I went to a TJPW. And the show opened up with this. And I didn't stop smiling for the whole time. It was unbelievable. I can't believe this goes on for five minutes. You, you, I, oh, I, look I, at that you can, you can, you can stop it. It's okay. You've been, you've been indoctrinated into the, the Up Up Girls fandom. All right. It's uh every show. It's the same opening. I don't know if it's always the same song. To be fair, oh. but that's the one that they done when I saw, went to TJPW show. So now that song. I listen. I've got it on my Spotify playlist, and obviously, it makes me happy to listen to. Um, but Miyu Watanabe, one of the dancers there, the one in pink, because obviously they've all got their own colors. She's currently the uh, international princess champion. She's the one that faced Trisha Dora um, on January fourth. Who's a name you probably know? Um, I do know. Uh, just so you know, in the com in the thing here four years ago, R.I.P. Upper Kick. Uh, maybe I don't know what that means. I don't know. They're still performing it now. Um, they literally performed it like. At the weekend or a week ago, um, but yeah, basically TJPW is awesome, and yeah, uh, I, I I'm gonna plug quickly on Wrestle In. We've got a TJPW focused podcast, Tokyo Joshi Freedom Fighters. Um, Sam and Finley, uh, a gene, a, a great coupling together. They're they're so funny, but they're so insightful as well. Um, they've done a big preview for the show that's happening this weekend. Uh, please check out if you're a TJPW fan. One of ironically, no TJPW podcast existed. And I was like, hey, Wrestling does a lot of TJPW content. We've interviewed a lot of the roster. Lots of columns. We're, we're big TJPW fans. Let's get a TJPW podcast going. Coincidentally, at the exact same time, someone else started the TJPW podcast. So they went from being zero TJPW podcasts in the world to two. All right. Well, I mean, that's you still got a hold of the, the marketplace, the corner. Oh, yeah. Yes, we do. Um, but yeah, sorry. Very, very, very long tangent there. No, it's good. Before we wrap up, Kieran, have you uh, have a, had a chance to catch up on the new Ring of Honor? I watched Sack versus Blake Christian, and that was it. That was awesome. Um, Aussie Open was fun. They wrestled this past weekend against Tracy Williams and Rhett Titus. I saw that Mr. Clark Connors is challenging Wheeler Utah for the Pure Championship. Yeah, man. So it's it's there's a little there's a little New Japan flavor in there. So it's. Uh, it's uh, it's easily back to being one of my favorite TV shows to watch. It's definitely different than the AEW product. I think that's really important. Like very important. To it because for so long Ring of Honor basically didn't exist. It was Ring of Honor titles just appearing on Dynamite, and I was curious how they would differentiate it. How they was going to make it be Ring of Honor, not AEW 2.0 or AEW Light or something like that. So I was, I, I'm I'm glad to hear that, especially because I know you are a big Ring of Honor fan and always have yes. been. Yes, no, I was, I was horrified before the first show when they announced like 10 matches. And I was like, oh, my God, this is AEW Dark with the Ring of Honor banner. But I was thankfully I was wrong. <laughs> yeah, I watched Zach versus Blake Christian. Um, and yeah, I, I'm keeping up with it. I see, you know, the big talking points and stuff, but it's not that yeah, I'm not going to watch it religiously. I, if there's an awesome match probably involving the new japan guide and I'll, i might watch it fair enough fair enough duly noted it's uh there's a lot out there to watch so it's hard to keep track of everything it's so much like i mean what what did we say new japan cup there was friday saturday sunday monday like what if you want to watch other wrestling then <laughs> right well is there i mean yeah i guess there's other wrestling because i watch ring of honor there's new japan is right up here and then it's ring of honor and then everything else it does it's not even on the screen it doesn't even fit on like my my well my webcam Pretty much. Are we done here? I don't know. Are we done? I, I think it, so. I don't think there's anything else we need to cover. No, we'll be back in two weeks. The New Japan Cup will be rounded out. 
there'll be some big announcements for matches, no doubt. There'll probably be some other stuff. There'll be, hey, WrestleMania weekend will be just kicking off, I think, in two weeks. We'll be just shy of WrestleMania weekend. Yeah, it'll be the week going into it. Um, but the, the the big TJPW show will have happened, which we will be spending the entire episode talking about, apparently. I'm going to watch it. I'll dress like a pirate. I don't give a shit, bro. Um, I Yeah, so we've got Evil winning the New Japan Cup. Uh, Matt. Matt, wait, is Tanahashi going to be in Philadelphia and DC? Uh, I didn't see one on the list yet. I think he's on one of the posters, at the very least. So I would assume he's at both. Yes. So... Are we getting look, the listeners want to know? This is the yeah. perfect way to end the podcast. Give me the skinny. Is it happening in Philadelphia or is it happening in Washington DC? Where where is Matt versus Tanahashi happening? You, I, I'm showing up, man. I'm showing up at both places. So if I can get to him, you know, I'll throw down the challenge. I'll fucking air guitar off with them. I'll. I got a haircut. I don't look homeless like I did last time we did the show. Like I'm ready for you, Tanahashi. I'm ready. Tanahashi's being warned. Let, let, I'll, reach out, I'll reach out to my dear good friend Lance Archer. I'll see if he can hook me up in Philadelphia. Maybe, you know, me and Tanahashi go to Pat's and Gino's. We hash it out over a cheesesteak. See, yeah, no, no, no. You you wanted to go to war with Tanahashi. There's nothing oh, you can't you can't I, you can't just hash it from... out. I mean, I stick his his stupid face in the cheese whiz. Okay. On the cheese steak. All right. I thought you were trying to talk your way out of this one. Uh, no, no. Having second thoughts. Uh, he's got bad knees. I could easily outrun him. Okay, so in a <laughs> just imagining, just imagining a horror film now where like the murderer is chasing after some people, and Matt's like, "Fuck you, Tanahashi!" and Tanahashi just hobbling along, like, "Don't leave me." Yeah, I play air guitar, and I'm like, oh, so "Fuck <laughs> you, your stupid hair, stupid." <laughs> Matt's tying Tanahashi's hair around a tree as bait. Yeah, you got cheese was on your face, dummy. <laughs> so that's happening in a month. Uh, Tanahashi yeah, versus legends. Matt. <laughs> Tanahashi versus uh, Matt, the wizard. Uh, yeah. He's got any balls, he'll bring the pirate things. with him too, and I'll take care of both of them. Damn, man, you want a handicap match? I'm below with punching a bitch in the face. <laughs> we got Come at me. Come this at me, pirate. Come that... at me. Bring your stupid wheel. You don't want none of this. Get 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 the plugs in before we, we get in too much trouble, man. Put her in a sharpshooter. I'll put her in a figure four, cross-face chicken wing, whatever. Uh, and I'll hit her with my elbow. Oh yeah, okay. We need to see Matt's elbow. That should be well, that's, just that's, imagine, that's, just that's, imagine. The, that's the enticement for people to come back in two weeks to hear more bullshit. Is that Matt is going to hit an elbow drop live on Bread Club? Oh my god! You just imagine like Bastion Booger jumping off the top rope. <laughs> hey, Brother. Will, I'm sure it will do enough damage. We're not. First of all, we're not going to get canceled. People got to know. You got to know. We're just having fun. I, don't, I, I would don't never. Know. I would it's... never punch a woman again, ever. <laughs> no man, my wife is. She will come in here and beat the fuck. <laughs> <out of her. laughs> yeah. Right, that is no. She will. I mean, it's still one of my favorite parts of Break Club. Is I can't remember <laughs> what you said, but your wife was there, or she walked in the room, and she hit you around the back of the head, and it just made the perfect sound effect, like it was edited in. Oh man, that, that was the that was the peak of Bread Club. It's all been downhill since then. No way. Are you kidding me? We're having such a good time. We got so many views on YouTube. We're getting so many comments and interactions. We're having a good time. We're talking Japanese wrestling, New Japan and such. Um, you know, special thanks to Jeremy and those over at Fightful Overbook, FightfulOverbook.com, uh, Fightful.com. Subscribe on YouTube, hit that like button, leave a comment. Me and Kieran read all the comments. I respond, not a shining wizard's map, but my sh- 
my real last name. I don't want to put it out there because, you know. Yeah, that's why I don't respond because my YouTube has my real last name and none of my socials have my real last name. It's all RH. So, yeah, that's not me being rude. I just don't want that being out there. And but to quickly shout out as well, Julian has always left us a, a lovely long comment talking on about everything we we hit on as he always does. Um, he actually had an interview released recently with Francesco Akira, who, of course, Bread Club fame. Um, that's what Francesco Akira is famous for, obviously, because he was on Bread Club. Um, oh, yes. And Matt said his name wrong instantly. <laughs> um, uh, I have a reputation I have to live up to. Wrestling Dash Info's podcast on YouTube. If anyone wants to check that out, Julian's a big supporter of this, so we love uh, giving him a shout out. And uh, Brendan Heaney said, uh, We rock and we would make Kojima proud. I don't know that there's a better comment we could ask for than that, Matt. I don't know, man. Someone said I was wildly entertaining, so I'll take that. I don't know. I, I'm I'm happier about making Kojima proud. Um, and yeah, I think that that covers the the majority of the comments. Sorry if we didn't get to you. We're trying to wrap up, and I'm I'm adding on extra time. Not that we rock. No, I, I want I want Daddy Kojima to be proud of us. Do you think we could get him on the show? Look, I won't lie. He follows me. <laughs> um. I Dude, don't even know. if he just shows up and eats a piece of... We should all eat a piece of bread with him. Literally, I wonder if I could, like, not to interview, just be like, we have a show called Bread Club. I'll get... I've got a Japanese friend called Kiyosuke uh, at Puresu underscore boy, and with an I, with an I, B-O-I. Um, like, maybe just be like, Kojima, clear you. Two minutes of your time, you show up, you smile, you eat a piece of bread, you fuck off. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be awesome. People have complained that we don't eat enough bread on this show. I know we we didn't think the name through, did we? We we've actually got people that are bread enthusiasts that watch the entire show, and they like when do they start talking about the bread? Have you ever uh, have you ever seen the video of the Asian girl who just sticks her face in bread? She's got like millions of followers on YouTube. I think, I think you brought this up in one of our very first episodes. Um, it's fucking weird, dude. But people are <laughs> into it. She just sticks her face in bread like there's nothing. <laughs> Can you imagine people are watch people are watching that video on YouTube and then in the in the in the like recommended videos on the side it's just me and you and people bread are like oh my god a bread club themed show and they click the button and then we're just like they're like what the fuck is a Kazuchika Okada right it's weird it's, there's nothing sexual about it she's like she's just dressed like a chick that just came home from work and then she like busts what? out all different breads and she just. We know what we know what we know what Matt does in his spare time now. What entertainment he's deciding to watch. I watch all sorts of weird shit, dude. You don't. <laughs> My oh. head blocks the door, so even if she comes in the room, I can't see if the door. I was about opens. to say, I was wondering what you was doing. You could get sneak attacked. Yeah, see, I blocked the door. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, I didn't. I, I never even knew there was a door there. We're, we're revealing the We're pulling back the curtain here. Getting inside. Well, if you, of, if you watch. If you watch the Shining Wizards podcast every Monday night on YouTube, youtube.com slash the Shining Wizards, uh, you'll see the door. I do tend to move a lot more because uh, there's a couple more people that we do the show with. So I can do stuff here and do stuff over here. Um, so you see the door open a little more on Monday nights. So that's it'll be tonight. You're recording that. But by the time this airs, it will already be out there. Available wherever you get your podcast as well or on YouTube, like Matt said, at Wizards Podcast. Yes, sir. Every Monday night, we got Bob. The, we got the Bob. The ant. <laughs> oh, fuck! What a <laughs> got Bob. The, and then the Bob. Bob. <laughs> just, just keep on saying Bob. <laughs> we got the animal Bob Anger tonight. Uh, I, I, I don't know who that is. I won't lie. 
You know what, Kieran? I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't know who it is either, but we're gonna find out. Well, hopefully, he's not fucking a fan of the Bread Club. Look, I was very look. I was very. Tra- I'm very transparent when I book us. Here's the problem. I'm starting to run out of places to go. Right? I can't do AEW because you got to yes. go through a PR guy. You can't do Ring of Honor because now it's part of AEW. I refuse to do Impact because I don't like their PR guy. Um, so I just, if you work for Impact and I DM you and you're like, you got to go through this guy, I'm out. I'm not dealing with him because he ignores me. So it's we're stopped. You know, I'm not. Do you know what? Getting, the most, the, dude, the most impressive thing to me is that you've been going doing this for like 10 years plus and that you often more times than not, you will have a guest. I can't like you. Surely nobody has had more guests than the Shining Wizards have had in the wrestling world. It's always incredible to me how regularly you guys have guests. We try and we have if we do four shows a month, we try and do two. We want to highlight the the wrestlers in the in the wrestling world. Dude, if you need you want some independent UK names for me to throw at you, maybe then you know hit me up. Yeah, definitely. I would love to you know figure that out. Work the problem with the UK guys. Time difference is yep. the time difference, and we don't do our show till later. So, and I know yeah. the time difference with you now. So, mm-hmm. I was nervous about this dude from New Zealand. He's going to do the show. The new Japan kid. The time difference between like America and Australia is like literally almost a day. So it kind of works. Yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be one thirty in the afternoon on Tuesday when he talks to us. That's what I mean, and it's gonna be like Monday evening your time. Like it it works. Um, I've 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 learned that I'm I'm UK's in the middle, so like America's eight hours behind us, and then Australia's like nine hours ahead of us, six hours behind you. America. At the moment, you're four hours behind you specifically because your clock's changed. No, five hours. Usually it's five hours. Now it's four hours. It's four twenty p.m. for you now, right? Oh, fuck me running. It is this whole daylight thing. <laughs> really? Do, usually, usually Eastern is five hours ahead of behind London, but the clock's changed for a couple of weeks. It's four hours. Gotcha. So the West Coast is eight hours. Yeah, at bad a moment, it's seven hours because of the clock's change. Yeah. So, yeah, anyway, you come to Bread Club, you get fucking science lessons. Let's wrap this show. Come on, man. We talked New Japan Cup for like an hour and 40 minutes. You know there's going to be other shenanigans. There is going to be other shenanigans. Um, You can follow me on Twitter, at KieranRH93. Uh, more importantly, follow at WrestleIn, WrestleIN, WrestleIn.com. Uh, we're adding stuff to the Patreon, patreon.com slash WrestleIn. Uh, so many fucking podcasts, so much content. Uh, and like Matt said, at Wizards Podcast on the Twitter, they've got Bob on the show tonight. Um, the animal Bob Anger. The animal Bob Anger. Uh, and subscribe can. subscribe to the Wizards Podcast. Well, at the uh, the Shining Wizards on YouTube? Yeah, YouTube is the Shining Wizards. I think we got our plugs in, man. Yeah, we rock and roll, man. This special thanks again to the Fightful. We'll be back in two weeks with, with the uh, fallout from the New Japan Cup. We'll get a preview of Sakura Genesis, and maybe we'll talk some TJPW, but I'm definitely dressing up as a pirate next week. If... Okay. Yeah. Okay. If what? If I don't dress up as a pirate, you quit? What? It sounds like it's a bonus thing. But no, that's that's enticing. Like we should save the TJPW pirate dressing up for like uh, something else. Like we should make it uh, special. No, it's fine. You you can just you can come as a pirate. Come as a pirate. Can I? Do I wear an eye patch? Do you want me to wear an eye patch? You you go as full pirate as you like. 
full pirate as I like. Yeah, I want to see you at uh, this. I don't want to see the same background when we come back in two weeks. I want to see the open sea. And I want, you know, you getting blown around all over the place because you're on a boat. I got an idea. I got it. There's a little, I have like a, fr- I have a frog pond outside. <laughs> outside. If the weather's nice, maybe I'll do it in front of the frog pond. That's Bread Club episode 18. You've got all the reason in the world to come back. To <laughs> please come. Please come back for episode 19. Oh, yeah. I'll do it outside by the frog pond. We got some fish in there. It's nice. Uh, take us home, please. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in for the Bread Club. We'll be back in two weeks. Remember, rate, review, subscribe, fightfuloverbook.com. Follow Kieran at KieranRH93. Follow me at Wizards Podcast. We'll see you guys in two weeks. Should we say like something in Japanese like Kadijiwa? Um how do you say goodbye? Sayonara, I think. Is it? <laughs> Sayonara, I'm such an idiot. It is, right? I think so. Um I don't know. Uh, I'll, 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 Ichiban. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. That's it. We're, we're out. See you guys later. <laughs> Bye. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.